Yo, what's going on, guys? My name is Chandler, or the Geek Slays. Welcome back to the Scuffed Ass Podcast, episode 120. God damn. Today, we are here with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kappa Matthias. Just Matthias? Just Matt? What do yeah. you want? Bro, you know, anything, bro. That introduction, holy shit, bro. Oh my god, you know how to make a guest feel important. Still never gonna be as good as Eero's intros for the podcast, but hey. Oh, man. Eero gets you all the Dude, dude, okay, we're not going there just yet. Give me like 10 minutes. Give me like 10 minutes. (laughs) Let me wake (laughs) up a little more, damn it. (laughs) It's tough. But, Man, thank you for having me. This is awesome. Of course. We've only been trying to get you on since, like, March. So, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I don't sir. know when, actually. I, I'm terrible at keeping track of... It could have been 10 years ago. I would have no idea. Dude, and, like, overbooking is something I fall in so bad because for some reason I think the day has, like, 48 hours. Yeah, and then yeah, by yeah. the time I was off work, I was just like, oh, shit, I am so tired and I only have an hour to do my stuff. And then it's hitting the sheets. But I'm finally glad we're doing this because this is a long time coming. It is. It is. So for those of you who don't know, Matt is the – I'm going to I'm gonna use a word and you can tell me if you don't like the word. But he is the creator of – FTI, as you all should know what FTI is if you've been around here for more than 14 seconds. <laughs> That's wrong. I mean, it's fair. I feel like I've been doing shit with FTI every week for Dude. the last couple months. So, Dude. Unless this uh, is your first time here, you should know FTI. The beginning of April, was that mid-April, when uh, you uploaded the TikTok of the animated T-Man? I was, like, kind of in my head about FTI. I was just like, oh, I have COVID right now. Everything sucks. These four walls are awful. And then you upload that TikTok, and I was just like, man, never mind. Like, I got out of my head so fast (laughs) because, like, your video, you didn't even know, man. And I was just like, that was needed at the perfect time. Oh, man. 100%. I I still feel bad about that one, too, though. Because, like, every other person that was on your list of getting the shirts had already made their video, had already talked about it, had already been wearing it. And I'm just sitting here like, dude, is mine ever going to show up? Jesus, fuck. Dude, yours and Jay Matthews shirts scared me because we didn't do tracking on these shirts at all. And I think those were going, like, the furthest. And I didn't hear back from either one of you guys. And I was just like, holy fuck, no, no, no. I get so worried about it because I, the postal system, at least around here, I have had issues many a time where stuff just doesn't show up. Yes, sir. Or there was one, I ordered a pair of shoes. A limited edition Spider-Man collab with Adidas pair of shoes. Oh, was that like 2018, 2019? Something like that. The Donovan yeah. Mitchell. I, I ended up I... ordering the Venom ones because I thought they looked sick. Okay. They say they're delivered, so I'm like, oh, cool. I'll go check. Walk out, nothing there. Yeah, I man. go check. every. I live in the middle of nowhere. So I'm looking everywhere, like, did they blow away? Did something happen? I'm looking everywhere. Next day, the driver shows up, and I'm like, yo, where the fuck's this package from yesterday? Keep in mind, I live on a larger chunk of property in the middle of nowhere. So we have a fence that lines everything. He's like, I tied it to a fence post. And I'm like, I literally go, hey, yo, dumb fuck, which fence post? 
Dude, look, okay, I, can I see have more than of one from here. You don't uh, uh, I did it on that specific one. Oh yeah, yeah that, that one, that one, that one. Man, I was uh, shipping. Shipping has that like anxiety, not only to like get to the post office to do it, because that's an anxiety trip in itself, but it's just saying, okay, now what I'm giving, like any value, whatever it is, they're in charge of getting this to the person. And when you do no tracking, man, like there's such a, like you save so much from like tracking to no tracking. And I'm only ever used to shipping in Canada. So I just like followed that route with American shipping. But dude, that was like a two week panic attack. I was just yeah. like, there's so many people in the States trying to get these shirts. And like, I don't know if they're too nice and saying like, hey man, I didn't get my shirt. So I'm not going to message him. But dude, like, holy shit. <laughs> I also just know that where I live is about 10 years behind the times, so I figured we were still waiting for the horse carriage to finally show up. Oh, yeah, it. man. It's 6 in the morning, you here. It's like, Pretty oh, much, shit, my Amazon man. package is here. Pretty Cut. much. It's tough. <laughs> but, yeah, it finally just appeared, and I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, good. Because oh. I, I was really concerned about having to hit you up and be like, hey, it never showed up. Yeah, man, and that's the thing. <laughs> so, uh, Papa Frank and I, we ordered about seven extra shirts, and the intention was if that happened, we have, like, a duplicate of everybody's. Thankfully, everybody got their shirt, and there's no problems. Yeah. But, like, Frank and I said... We should have just did tracking because we spent more in shirts. And I said, no, 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 because since they got their shirts, this is seven new shirts for more people to have. Right. Um, but, dude, like, yeah, like, wow. The animated section, like, the three weeks of all that, dude, it was so great. Uh, yeah. Shady Gal absolutely killed the design. It was so awesome. It was but, awesome. man, I, Sorry, I'm, just I'm not saying... wearing it today, but I, no, man. No, I already man. have it packed in a bag for my trip. Because I plan to wear Let's then, so go. I don't want to do laundry again. Oh. So it's oh, already packed I have, up. <laughs> I have laundry in my closet from two weeks ago that I'm like, tomorrow is the day. And, and you've been uh, saying that for about two weeks? <laughs> yes, sir. And it's yeah. brought me here to Tuesday at 1.52 p.m. with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and your East Coast living. Dude, me and my... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I, know, I, know we've been, I know we've been recording for about like five minutes, but now we can begin. Now we uh, can begin. Got to get the fresca going. You do realize yes, your All mic right. is no longer on the camera. Yes. So you weren't holding it... that closer to the mic to get. Oh no! I was just I was just showing oh. you here. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. I thought you were going for the crack sound. I was like, did he no, already the, forget that... that he rehooked up his mic over there? Dude, I'm actually just so happy the cord hasn't fallen out yet. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that I don't that, that could it. get tough. That could get tough. But yeah, oh. this is uh long time coming a lot of interesting stuff going on oh so much stuff's going on man i am enjoying every second of it what i find funny is because of the day this comes out the stuff we technically could talk about if we wanted to even though it feels entirely wrong to do so leo let me <laughs> tell you when we were talking with ero yesterday and i think i don't know if you were here or not but i said to ero it said I love keeping secrets for the community, but I'm also someone that needs to like kind of like get your opinion before I post something. Right. So I think I've shown the noble season to pretty much literally every single person. And I'm just like, who's going to be surprised on Friday now? Um, the video itself and like the introduction itself is really cool. But you guys know the comic pages. You guys know the artwork. You know the beat. Like, yeah. I, I feel like... 
I don't need to hype something up to come out because we're such like a community or so, like so tight knit that like it's okay to show because we're gonna be celebrating in any ways regardless. See, um, so, I, so I think the difference is you are showing it to the community members who help you make the stuff, right? Who help yes. work on the stuff. But I I don't think I think we shouldn't forget about the community members who aren't part of the community in that way. The people who yes, are just no. here for the ride to watch everything, to see everything, to keep up with everybody, they are still going to be shocked, and they're still going to love it in a yes, different I, way. I, Whereas the, I agree with that entirely. You know, the people who are inside the, from the inside studios. Oh, I see you did Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all get a little more of an early peek, but... There's still everybody else on the outside who are gonna see this for the first time, and it's still gonna be a whole Man, different level. I get in my head so much about the whole idea. I get in my like I was telling you guys yesterday, like dude, everything everything for me is like a three step challenge where I'm like, I'll create it, I'll sh like I'll preview it, I'll sleep on it, and then I'm just like back to square one because I want to start all over. And every time like we scrap something or like we have this idea and I'd end the sentence with like, yeah, but we're not going through with it. Everyone's just like, you're dumb. Like go, go through with it. So like, that's a really good point because like, it's, it's like the inside community definitely of like the internal crew and such, but that out community, man, like just drives everything man yep. it is like it is so fucking amazing i can't describe it i've always tried to describe it when people ask me like how do you describe your community it's really cheesy to use the word family but man like we all have each other's backs we all know what we're doing to like a th the tiniest of a degree or like you know everything going on about that creator yeah. like that's so special because I'm sure we've all worked with people that are like, I only fuck with you if you're up to date with me more than you're up to date with your own life. But just knowing there's a community here where it's like, check in, check out whenever you want, 24 seven. Yeah. We're never gonna go like, hey, you didn't like the last five newsletters. What the fuck, get out of here. Like, right? no, like, no, like that, no, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds really awful, but it's like, I don't care that you don't like every tweet I post. Who gives a fuck? But that's so like that's so like uh emerson and i call it like hollywood main character energy to feel like yeah like you might be producing some really really good stuff but it doesn't take away that people have like things they need to do in the daily life before right. they can check out stuff well that's why you just steal the twitter credentials for fti and then if you don't think your your posts are getting enough likes you just go log in <laughs> go like every yeah. tweet <laughs> I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. So last year, uh, like we were using the Twitter a bit more frequently than when it first came out. And I was like, my main goal is to never make the tweets sound robotic or like I am selling something. I think for the last seven months, every tweet has sounded so robotic because I type it like I'm typing a newsletter. And it's like, nobody cares about proper, like anything in a tweet. They just want all the information. And I'm like, hello, FTI community. It is Kaplan Mathias here. And I just wanted to tell you. And it's like, no, dude, just say, hey, newsletter, here's a link. Have fun. I'm reading a scripted ad. Amazon's got the gun to my head. I'm sorry. Oh, dude, dude. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It'll never be as bad as the the video for the Noble season coming up where you are oh. definitely pointing a gun at me. Well, dude, since the Noble season is like already technically live when this episode's out, we could talk right? all about it, bro. So we could 100%. <laughs> Let's do it. Yo, let's just 100%. 
Um, I'm really excited for the Noble season. Um, I I don't know if we want to talk about that now or a bit down the line, but man, I am so excited for it. So, real quick, I gotta ask, I've only been part of FTI for the end of the Persona season and then now into Noble. So do you do multiple seasons a year or is it like the yearly thing every June-ish? No. So, um, change seasons. How does that work? So I just realized, like, by going to say, well, let's talk about the noble season. There might be listeners that have no idea what the fuck FTI is. Um, That's valid. That's valid. So uh, just to quickly bring everybody uh, up to speed with uh, what FTI is and what the whole crew does, uh, we're essentially a multimedia collaborative collective. But when Twitter uses all the characters just to type those, we just say we're your community hub to show off what you're doing, and we don't expect like. How how do I say this? Because everybody always says, "What's the catch?" There's not a catch. There just needs to be that genuine like appreciation for both sides. Because like it is a weird concept now, thinking a studio might like hit you up or email you and say, "Hey, we really enjoy your art. We want to put it in a newsletter." And so many people, and myself included, are like, "Hey, that's kind of scary. Like, what are what do they want from me? Like, why are they so nice?" And like, what the fuck is the catch? Literally, it is just genuine appreciation and, like, care about the people in the community. For sure. It does sound kind of sus. I Mm -hmm. I don't know. I never got hit up that way because I knew about FTI from Eero a little bit. And then just direct conversation with you before anything else happened. So I, I like, knew what was going on before I knew, you know, before you guys hit me up. But, yeah, if you're just somebody random, that would be, like, Yo, what's the catch? Do I got to, like, sell my soul? Am I giving you, like, a hundred bucks just to get scammed a month later and, like, blocked and everything? Like, no, we don't play that way. Like, I feel like there's so much art and, like, there's so much going on with people and, like, their passion and stuff. Yo, you can ask someone about their job. They're not going to give you any passion in their voice. You can ask someone about what the fuck they love to do. They talk like me 24-7 where they're, we're going here, we're going there, right? Like, um, man, uh, I would really say selling the idea of FTI to someone new is really hard only because there's no like proper introduction other than what we're doing at the moment. Um, we've toyed around the idea of like that introductory video, uh, but the FTI YouTube needs a hundred subscribers for a channel trailer, which I thought was kind of rad. weird. Oh no, Dude, it's it... not. You can pin a video so you could technically you pin point. a video yeah you could make an introduction video and not set it as a channel trailer but you do get to set it as like your front page video so the minute they because my youtube channel i'm not at 100 yet but my five years later video that is over a year old now and i probably need to do something different for my front page video but that's besides the point (laughs) i have that uh, set on the front page the moment you go to my youtube channel it starts playing Oh, no shit. Okay. All right. Well, I know what I'm doing once this ends. Uh, that's yeah, actually, thank you. Welcome. That's yeah. actually so good. Um, <laughs> I would say like the main hub of Instagram. I love Instagram, man. I feel like Instagram is like the place to be on social media other than Discord. But like Instagram and Facebook are all about like business and like connections and stuff. When you go to a business page, because there, there's like a personal account you can do or like your business account. Mm-hmm. If somebody selects the business side, like the business account, sorry, like a, cha- like I should say, would you like to show a trailer? So you tap the page and then you just get popped up with a video because like 
it's almost robotic, which is funny enough, to explain what we are to new people, but, like, we can't type what we are a thousand different ways. Right. So if there was something on our main hub of Instagram to tell you, I feel like it'd be a lot more, like, smooth sailing. But, dude, at the same time, everybody is different. Smooth sailing as in the noble season launching, I believe, this Friday, uh, May the 20th, but it's yes, June yes, 3rd today. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when you're watching this, it's June 3rd. We might be recording this two weeks in, in advance, but don't question us. Don't question him, man. Don't question him. I'm just, I'm really happy we're doing it. That's oh, great. Um, uh, but what? also, though, as your friend on Reddit told you, you should think about branching out from Instagram. Not everybody has. Dude, okay. God, that's so be, funny. I, I love I, it. You know, I, I guess this will be the first time I air my grievances out anywhere. Okay. I, like I don't it. like doing this. I, I feel disgusting doing this, but if I got to do it. If you don't want to, then don't. And no, it's, it's been riding my conscience a bit. So backstory, ladies and gentlemen, and friends of the community. Um, we were branching out to Reddit because I have never really used Reddit. And I was like, oh, it's a community portal. So like, you're supposed to like start there, branch out. It's like, hey, check out this funny tweet. Hey, check out this funny TikTok. Like, I, yep. I think of Reddit. I think of a thread. A thread usually includes links to like other places. Anyways. Yeah. I, I go on Reddit last week and I'm like, Hello, everybody in this community, for example, I think this was like r slash like independent music or independent artists or something. And I was like, hello, uh, I'm Matt on behalf of FTS Studios and I run a collaborative collective where we believe in showing your art. Um, if you're a genuine person, blah, 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 uh, you can like uh, check out what we're doing. Uh, these are our social hubs. We're on Instagram mainly, but you can stream our music across everywhere. And then like we linked like, I believe the Twitter or it could be wrong. And then like, Everybody was commenting like, yo, this is so wholesome. This is so wholesome. And then like, dude, that one thing that always sticks out to everybody, the one negative comment yep. that can flip everything. Yep. Dude, this guy just, this guy or this girl, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, says, hey, this sounds cool and all. I'm sure it's great, but it's irrespect, disrespectful or something to assume everybody lives behind that walled garden. And I wanted to comment like, Hello, friend. I appreciate this. Yes, I'm sorry that I didn't take into consideration your thoughts and feelings. Um, but at the same time, if you properly read everything, you would see that I literally named multiple um, multiple social platforms. But I said yes in brackets and in capital letters, main hub. So that happened. I was like, this is hilarious. Reddit's not for me. Reddit's like the 180 of what I want FTI to be. I just permanently deleted that account. Like I just like said, no, this is not worth my time. Um, so then that's really funny. Uh, the lad followed me on Instagram on FTI, uh, sent us a DM. It, 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 I'm not going to get into that DM. Um, oh, wait, no, no, that was a different lad. Okay, no, I'm confusing two stories now. Never oh, no. mind. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll back it up. We'll back it up. Okay, so no, I, I had to think about the usernames in my head. Uh, so yeah, cool. Awesome. This Reddit guy totally ruined last week, but today is making it better. Good, good, good. Glad things are better. That does make the story less funny from yesterday, though, because we yeah. thought the Reddit guy hit you up and was like, yo, I want to be on a newsletter. Like, yo. The Reddit, the Reddit guy wanted to know what was going on. He just wanted us to reach out to him on a different platform that wasn't Instagram. And it's like, we're not chasing you. We're building a connection on both sides. Like, we we we're not chasing you for this. We're telling you what we're about and what we do. And I'm sorry. It to me at least is really weird to be a creator of anything and not at least have an Instagram account. Because there's so many 
conversations that might only ever happen there. Yeah, man. And like, I, I think Instagram making you have an account to watch anything or log in is very like, it hurts, it hurts businesses. Like it does give like creators saying like, Hey, get on YouTube, get on Twitter and things. But like, you can't post a photo on YouTube for 10 seconds and get people to click it. They just see a 10 second still image and they're not going to go to the description, but Instagram like shows you like everything you're doing. You can tag the stories and everything. I would love to branch to TikTok, but I feel like that's a market that's like different with how videos happen. Like it's like, like the text pop up on the screen and such and like all those cool effects. We're not that. And we don't do vertical video yet. Um, I really feel like Instagram having like that you click a new page, you get that channel trailer, perfect, or you don't make someone have an account to watch stuff. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, it's just weird because like me, you know me, I'm never on Instagram, like ever. The only time I open Instagram is like if I have gone on a trip somewhere and there's something cool to take a picture of, sure, I'll upload that to Instagram. That's why there's one post every three months. Or yes, sir, yes, and sir. the only other thing that happens is if I get tagged in a post, I go and I make sure I show whatever that post is some love, whether it's you guys, whether it's Eero, whether it's whatever. That's yeah. not true. Not always. I keep getting tagged in like, you know, scams. Dude, so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, I am waiting for the day where Wednesday and Flixo specifically say, hey, do you want us to run the account? Because you literally tag us in everything. Because I notice that like they're a part of the most usually. Like yeah. if I'm going to tag like entity in a newsletter, usually Wednesday is in there with a music video or a new song. And Flixo is always powering it with the beats. So yeah. it's like that like eternal crew that's not necessarily like producing original content but they're like contributing to like a season or something but man they might as well run the page if i'm always tagging them <laughs> i don't know if that's how it should work but valid, valid. i uh, i i literally got off discord of you yesterday and by the end of it you had the twitter login just like hey man you want to go do something here you go right you did <laughs> you just gave me the twitter login i was like i can uh, it it'll never be as yes, funny. Sir. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now oh. that the noble season is out, we can talk about this. You hit me up and you were like, "Press." You know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna use the wrong letters because you used random yeah. letters. But it was like, "Press one to see a preview of the new character for uh, the noble season. Press two to get thrown into the void." And I was like, "What happens if I press both?" You throw the character for the noble season into the void and ruin everyone's day. And I go, oh, time to ruin uh, everything. So the power's so in funny, my hands. Right? <laughs> I did the exact same thing to Eero. I believe he went with like the, like the what he wants to see approach. Yeah. Um, by the way, let's just quickly talk about it. Nintendo Cisco did a fucking unreal job with this season man like that is like so damn cool we've had this plan since the end of february and i was like hey this is the idea i want to have like relics and i want like each relic to like be a part of like a different art and he's like he's like yeah man i have you let's see what i can do sends me like concept photos and stuff and me getting so giddy i'm like oh my god no way no way persona season is my favorite season because it's about wrestling but noble season is about to take it um 
so then he sends like the final ones last friday dude i'm up at like seven in the morning you just hear me in bed no fucking way what yeah. and my mom's like my mom's like it's what what like what i'm like mom look at this look at this get the camera um yes um dude and i will say this community introduction video has been my favorite by far man it like, looks like than... somebody's holding a gun to my head bro it You're was welcome. you apparently oh yeah it, 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 yeah, it was me been. behind this camera well, I, don't, dude, if... I don't know what my issue was that's tough. Uh, oh man um yeah that is it's such a good time it's such a good time i could talk about it for hours man <sighs> oh so we didn't get the answer to the one question though i'm so sorry the, okay. the seasons because we had to jump into talking yes, about what yes, yes. is okay the, yeah, so how do the yes. seasons so, work so i'm gonna take it back to like the beginning of the okay. seasons okay so okay. um i call fti like the beginning of fti uh from the start of april 28th 2020 to about november i call that like the introduction debut season like where we can basically throw anything at the wall just to see what sticks like to us sure looking back on it man palm reader told me this he said over time you will watch it grow without even knowing i personally can't watch the first year of fti stuff really? just because of how different it is now it, it's evolution and progress and i'm so proud of everything we're all doing but it's so hard watching like where you started sometimes because you're like wow that's so amazing but at the yeah. same time you're like fuck i put that out and people actually took that serious um so seasons i call that the introductory season from april to november the first real season i believe and i could be wrong kicked off november or december of 2020 it was called the glacier season um okay. that ran for that must have began in november because it ran a bit uh december january it ended on my birthday in uh, january of 2021 uh that season we did uh, an fti artist q a with uh dylan of uh couch apparel look at this hoodie couchapparel.com ladies and gentlemen holy shit the merch is fire the gear is fire everything you need to know about it is fire all right so anyways uh it, oh my dude dude uh, i'm having so much fun gotta right hit now. him with cheap um, plugs i love it oh dude so much <laughs> cheap plugs and if i just so like turn right plugs. there dang uh, <laughs> oh so uh that season hosted um the q a with uh dylan and then it also hosted an artist collaboration giveaway where we gave away gave away um resin coasters for like whatever drinks or such uh they were done by a girl named uh, kyra um then actually it was really funny papa frank actually won them and like you know that guilt you have when you host a giveaway and one of your good friends win it yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. just like they're just like no man like give it to someone else and i was just like then i'm gonna always want to use that rule down the line so i want to give it to the winner i don't want to give it to like re-roll i don't want to give it to like a new person it's like the winner gets it for giveaways i've only ever had one issue like that and it wasn't a close friend because when cl a close friend won it i was like the giveaway was through Streamlabs. You all saw it spin. You saw it land on Jedi. Deal with yeah. it. Jedi won. But like, it was before yeah, that, sorry. some guy from Australia was in my chat, and he won. And he was like, yo, I'm happy I won, but he told me. He was like, spin again. And I'm like, yeah. 
I appreciate you. you. My you God. know what? Actually, <laughs> I I should have thought about that because that's a very good point. Um, like the beginning of like the shipping and such at the very beginning. Um, that's a very good point. Um, but I'm still Team New Zealand with a enigmatic entity welcoming you. Um, so that I've takes us to technically the third season, but for me, I call it the second because it has a cool name. It took us to the orbit season, um, which was like very like space themed. Uh. The backing track was powered by Shoop. Um, okay. This season, bro, I have to bring out like the Google Doc or something right now because like this is like years ago for me in my head because of how much we always have going on as a oh, community. Yeah. Um, shout out making a Google Doc at five in the morning that holds everything. Um, Dude, see, no, that's you the... have a Google Doc. I have a Harley Quinn notebook. Dude, you know so, what, actually? You know what, why you say that? I should be using this. You are right. I should go. be using this. There yeah. Um, let's see. The... Ba, 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 ba. Oh, yeah. Uh, the debut of Entity was on the 33rd newsletter. Um, yep. The Orbit season kicked off on the 54th newsletter on February 12th. I believe that season had oh a giveaway with coach apparel we gave away a jean tote bag and he painted a design on one side of it and then i believe the other side had the fti circle um a girl named sarah won that and that was really cool because she got to create the following artist giveaway because dude it was awesome she did this birthday cake canvas for our one year anniversary um but that was at the beginning of the flourishing season which that was probably one of like my like more most growth is that even i don't even know if that's a proper word i don't even know if i just make formed a sentence dude um but that's where we saw a lot of growth that's like that was a really good one uh we did um we did an artist q a with a girl named brianna luang um and that was fucking awesome uh she's a filmmaker a photographer she's she's multi-talented she's so great at what she does uh and then from there Oh, I know we did. We went into my favorite season, even though I said it was the Persona season. The Riptide season, man. You know, like, you know how everybody calls, like, the summer of 2016, like, the best summer of, like, majority of people's lives? The Riptide season, for me, felt like it was such a in-the-moment soak-up-every-second-of-it because it was so cool. We did this yeah. Riptide season t-shirt with the one-eyed bandit. Um, that was phenomenal. Uh, we also brought in Emerson Corleone for the music corner, which was amazing. Cause, oh my God, the music corner has introduced me to so many people. Right. Um, and from the Riptide, we went to the resonance season, which was like themed around like music mainly, but like that was just like the art approach. We did a whole season of Emerson's music corner in there. Going back a season, because I forgot to mention something important. The Riptide season brought Danielle Betts in for Danielle's Motivational Mondays. And let me tell you, man, that series will always hold a special place in my heart. Just because, like, Danielle is so open. Like, she's so, like, hey, guys, I'm not doing the best, but we're going to talk about it. So hopefully we can all feel uh, better together. Yeah. So many people were like, hey, I really needed this because I thought I was the only one that could feel these emotions. And it's like, right. no, dude, trust, man. Like, we have you. Everyone has you. Danielle's a lovely person. Uh, that was amazing. Um, so we have those. 
the resonance season the finale of it was the album or the compilation ep called welcome inside we talked a little bit about welcome inside yes, yesterday we, we don't yes, we, we don't need to go into the nitty-gritty because that's a sore spot for me right now uh yeah. And then from there, we went into the Persona season. And let me tell you, my man, let me tell you how excited I was to do a season around wrestling. Gave me the excuse to use wrestling gifts on Twitter. Gave me the excuse to use wrestling gifts on Discord. Like, dude, I would literally just search, like, click, like, the gift button. WWE happy. Then it's, like, Batista doing fireworks. Oh, and I like, always dude. use wrestling gifts because they're just hilarious. Dude, I use them the so emotion. much. They, they, there's literally a reaction for everything. There um, really last, is. Last week, right now, but about a month ago when this is out, um, Eero and I were like going back and forth, and it's Batista pulling up in this really nice car, and I'm like, Eero pulling up, be like, and it's like Batista yeah. in this really nice car, and I'm just like, yeah, man, like, let's go, let's go. Like, wrestling seasons, FTI and wrestling, bro, hand in hand, Enigmatic Entity and I, oh my god, the best commentary duo since I don't know who. The Persona Rumble, phenomenal. I Persona love Rumble that. Persona Rumble is awesome. And now we're in the off season right now at the recording of this, but the Noble season is happening. I know we keep referencing now on June 3rd, but um, the Noble season's current. Um, seasons tend to last three to five months to answer your questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I, it's good to know. I didn't know all of the previous season stuff because mm -hmm. I struggle. I Once I start, like, following somebody and their content and the different stuff they do, it is really hard for me to try to go back to the past oh, to see cool. what they've Dude, done. It's like a thousand there's years only of so uh, much social time media happening in a day. Right. Yeah. Like, there's only so much time in a day. I'm going to keep current, and then if we ever sit down and talk, it's like I'm going to ask about the past. And if there's yeah. certain things that it's like, oh, you should go check this out. It's like, okay. But, like, if you find my account today, I've uploaded, like, a thousand YouTube videos. You don't need to go watch the past thousand. Exactly. There will be yeah, new man. content yeah, three times a week. Just check out the new stuff. If you want to go back, <laughs> go back. But that... <laughs> Dude, it also like and like I want to relate this to music real quick. It's like when people gatekeep when they started listening to an artist and they yes. feel like if you're like five years before you have like the seniority over a guy's music that doesn't even know like you really listen to his music. He doesn't so, give a fuck about you. The the artist doesn't give a fuck about you in that way. Like you yeah, personally. Like, they don't know you, they don't care. They he's like not going on Twitter and going like, wow, I'm so glad Bill took down that guy who started listening to me in 2017. Good job, Bill, for listening in 2012. It's like, no, Who dude. Cares? Like, we're always progressing. And if you're a creator and you're always putting out stuff, you meet new friends along the way because of what you're putting out at that moment. Like you said, they can go back and look at it 100%. That's why it's there. But like that, like yeah. you need to go check out everything we've done up to this point in order to talk about it. No, it's no, not realistic. It's it's not realistic. It's really not, especially uh, if you're putting out a ton of content all the time. It's like there's no way. There's no, no way. and like I I you know what I really appreciate too about uh, people is how like they really find what they enjoy about what you do. Like for example, some people will love the newsletter. 
Others might not tune into Emerson's Music Corner. Some people love Emerson's Music Corner. They've never watched a newsletter. Right. That doesn't matter because they're still a part of a community right. and they're watching it grow and they're growing within Absolutely. it. Um, but like to expect like someone to come in and go like, from here on out, you need to keep up to date with everything we do. You're not running a community. You're just driving your ego, bro. Right. Like, you know? I, I hate that idea because I just think about the amount of shit I put out in a week, it's like you'd have to be an absolute psychopath to keep up with everything I do. And like, I want to actually take a step back before this can get tricky. If we talk about like newsletters and stuff yeah, in a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. when somebody submits something for a newsletter, we genuinely check that out. Like we ask because yeah, yeah, like yeah. our news, our newsletters are like, so like we need to see that family. We need to see that genuine, that respect um and then like if the relationship's good from here on out we do keep up with you and we will go check sure. a, pa a past a bit um we do get people that like will send in like not enough information and then that's when we do like the catalog of like previous what they've done sure but um just to like think like hey fti put a, a newsletter or 100 and whatever right now did you go catch 99 before we released 100 no 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 like it's it's okay um yeah, I just wanted to clear that up in yeah. case we talk about newsletters and it sounds yeah. contradicting. No, we're yeah. But it's just weird. Like for me, I put out I, I want to think about my content for a second. A podcast episode a week, three YouTube videos, between somewhere between seven and like forty TikTok videos in a week. And then all I do on Twitter, the 50 to 60 hours of streams a week. It's like, nobody can watch all of that content. No, no. And that's why no. I make so much. It's not for everybody to see all of it. It's for people to be able to see some of it at some point. And giving this Reddit guy, sorry. Giving this Reddit guy one last second of, yes, you've lived in my head rent-free for a bit. Your 15 seconds hit. of fame are here. Yeah, yeah, like to his point, I will agree with him. If people definitely hug one social platform, you will never grow as much as you think you will. Right. Um, I was very stubborn about like, we're never leaving Instagram. I'm going to prove this works here. Dude, you literally put yourself at a standstill. Yep. So for you, like being on all these platforms, people on TikTok, like how you and Eero met, y'all didn't know you streamed. Y'all had a mutual connection for Star Wars. Right. So like he knew you as this guy on TikTok and discovered you yep. and then saw all of your content. So having yep. like different communities come from everywhere, dude, it's like as long as like, I, I keep relying on this and i'm sorry the genuine respect right. and family feeling is all it fucking matters about man but it and i can't matter. stress that enough 100 I, can't, I can't stress that enough hundred yeah um all right i think i don't feel like i've done much of the interview process i feel like we've just been going right dude i love this this is amazing man but i, I love this i've also been curious since i found out about fti how the hell did you start it what gave you the idea what what brought fti um, about so uh, november 2019 the pandemic has my ears all fucked yeah. yes so uh november 2019 August 2019, we'll go back to the very beginning. Um, Emerson Corleone was performing shows at this place called Harmony Lunch in Kitchener. And the really cool thing is that's when I met like a community of music artists 
who love playing music for each other in front of each other and they don't care that the bar across the street's not loading in they just care about like look at me my homies are here there's people enjoying this people are having drinks and i remember i walked in and i met this guy named palm reader otherwise known as joe and i was just like man i respect this like i really enjoy this like i don't know what i was expecting because here in guelph like a lot of like the downtown artists like they have that ego it's like yo go grab everybody from the road and bring them in here but i literally walked into a room of people enjoying each other's company and listening to new music from people they already knew because they all grew up in high school and such or like met through instagram and such so the November <laughs> show, um, I think it was the one, be- I think there was a show called Sub-Zero, um, but there was one before that. I met a guy named Steve Dave, and Steve Dave, I can't get enough of his music and his like production and his beats, man. He makes the funkiest songs ever. <laughs> like, uh, oh, like Sleep Talking, man. Woo, woo great song uh gucci sweater another one um there you go so i i said to steve dave in november i was like hey i would really like to show you to my friends and such and like i remember saying that to him and going like yeah but like imagine you had like a community that's like similar to your friends but you just always meet new friends for the community yep okay so so that's november uh December, January, February, March 16th here in Ontario or 17th, we went into lockdown for the first time, like when Corona was like this big thing that we didn't know about at all. Um, And my ex-girlfriend and I at the time were like, hey, I can buy a computer and I really want to learn graphic design. I don't see this like clearing up anytime soon. Um, And like, I'm not going to college in September because like just not this year. And she's like, she's like, yeah, babe, you should like definitely like pursue that. And I was like, I'm going to pursue that. And as I'm making a website for my graphic portfolio, I'm noticing that I'm messaging a lot of people asking if I can use the work I made for them. And not going to lie, all their responses, you're the fucking artist. Why are you asking me? Yes, bro. Go ahead. Of course. And it's just like, yes, it was for you, but there's like personal and like public like uh, projects. Sure. So um that happened and fti started because i thought it was going to be a client-based thing where like i show you a music artist or like the community puts you on to an artist and like we go from there but i quickly found that was a cookie cutter of like what everybody's doing and like that like in news and such um where am i now april 28th 2020 i think the TV show Dave was either about to end or was in its mid-season. And man, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, his name, Little Dicky, yo, you laugh at that right there. Dude, his story and his grinding for where he is now, man, that is so fucking respectful. Like, um, his show is loosely based on how it all happened. And I said, yo, this man literally started a GoFundMe to try to, like, build a rap career. He had goals. He made his goals public. He worked for them. And in, like, three years, he had a track with Snoop Dogg. And it was just like, yeah, man, like, it works. Now you have a TV show where you can tell your career and people fuck with it enough. You have two seasons coming out with a third. And I remember I said to my ex, I was just like, I want to do that. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to do, like, the... You go to college, you get your degree, you impress the right people, yada, yada, yada. I want to do that, but I want to do it my way. 
So um, the first month of FTI was atrocious, man. Like, of course it is, because it's, it's like your introduction. Like, I'm yeah. seeing what sticks. Uh, we were doing, like, fucking two newsletters a day. There was no, like, calendar schedule. Like, it was all a mess. There was no voiceovers. The audio was awful. Like, you know how, like, a newsletter will have, like, a good chunk of writing now? Yeah. Dude, it was like it was like two sentences. It was like pip and then it it was it was oh, that's why I don't go back and watch them. Uh fair enough. But I want to say the beginning of FTI was for me the glacier season of where I said I think there's enough of like a small community known presence that I can take this week by week and watch us grow. Um but that's FTI and that's the beginning. Okay. I like it. Interesting. It's always interesting to hear how people start whatever it is they do. Like what, last, what yeah. drives people. It's always cool. Last Friday, um, I had my good friend Dalton over and we were sitting on the balcony and I always have to warn people I'm with. And I think I've told you a hundred times on text on voice. FTI is my personality. Like it's like, it is me. Like I yep. can't go 20 minutes without talking about it once or like making like a reference. And Dalton says to me, he said, well, if you weren't doing FTI, you still are FTI. And I was just like, the easiest way to figure out what you want to do with your life, if you want to create something, do you t like turn up to 100? And like, right. you don't think about it. You'd never think about that because you think like you're creating something so unique and cool. And then when you realize all the core values there relate to you as a person, like entirely, man, yeah. that's like the nicest compliment you can ever fucking get. I wrote it down in my phone and I said, don't cry in front of Dalton because he said it, bro. And like, I just felt like, so like, I felt so great about it. Like, I'm so glad someone looked at me and said, you are that because yeah. like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So oh. I want to, I want to go back. Was summer of 2016 the best time of your life? I got to know. So like, I need to preface this with for the people that knew me growing up because I'm sure there's going to be a few people listening to this that grew up with me. I was a fucking asshole in high Ooh, school. Right. Like, like not an asshole to people, but I definitely had that high school approach like where you're 14, 15, 16 years old and you think you know the world. You think the minute you have that freedom, you know the life, you know how like it works and everything. So me and my good buddy Samuel, we kind of like we're like that like that duo that you're like, oh fuck here, like are you kidding? Like what are they gonna do now that they think is going so cool, but like to the public they look fucking stupid. So the summer of 2016 was probably one of the best summers, but for like crappy reasons. Like it wasn't it wasn't how I would enjoy life now at all. Um. I, I should calm down how I said asshole because I realized I talk very passionately. I wasn't an asshole to people. I just had a very big you care what I do and I know the whole world. You graduate high school and you're like, shit, that was the training wheels and now it's life. Right. Um, nah, I would, if I had to like rate my summers over like the ones I can remember, last summer is like, I'll never be able to live up to that because that felt like Every day we were soaking up something new, something exciting was going on, and everybody was just so like, the pandemic is kind of over, we can go drink on a patio, but we have to wear a mask still, but we can go hang out with friends, but we have to wear a mask with them, but now it's kind of just like, 
we can hang out, we can do good. But last summer felt like very open. Like last summer felt like normal, I guess is the word I was looking for. It felt gotcha. really good. I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a summer that was peak anything. Really? Summers have always kind of sucked. Dude, like, yo, Ontario, man, I'll take care peak of you. Come down me. here, bro. Like, the peak for me probably would have been, like, February through May of 2020. That sounds terrible because that is, like, no. peak pandemic. But that was, yeah. like, the mixer switch. So I, I moved from mixer. Twitch to Mixer. So I was yeah. chilling on Mixer. Shit was popping. I was meeting a bunch of cool people, talking, doing a bunch of cool stuff. Like, for, so far, that was probably peak for me is that the minute the pandemic started my life was like here you go enjoy your time so it's funny to me everybody's like since the pandemic started everything sucks and i'm like nah my life's been great since then Fuck. dude yeah <laughs> and like the pandemic was fucking stupid and like i guess like it's still ongoing technically oh, I, I i don't know where the world is with it man like i, don't I have really no either. idea but like to say like the pandemic is the reason life sucked it's like you had all the time in the world for yourself to right. like no that that no let me back up let me back up let me back up let me back up that was that was that was going somewhere bad for the people for the people that just genuinely had the free time and they had like anything that they really could do but just didn't want to i don't think the pandemic sucked necessarily i just kind of think it was like you didn't find what you wanted to do because there was like a lot of moving wheels like for FTI. Um, when entity came in, I was just like, how's the pandemic over there? We have no cases. Life's like kind of resuming normal. And then you get people over here and it's like, Hey, who wants to link today? Hey, who wants to link today? And it's like, no dude, this is like time to ourselves. We like, this is like two days off on a work week. Like we're going to figure out what we're doing right now um but mixer eh that is interesting yeah i it's interesting i killed it on mixer i loved mixer mixer what was, was the name before it was something and no it was mixer was always was mixer was that the microsoft ran one that came on the xbox like yeah. no it, it had it had a name before I it was it uh, oh okay okay i have to i'm gonna look into this after I, um, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll hit you with a google but um because i remember there was like um there was a company in like 2016 um that wanted the name mixer because they had the copyright on it of the original name i always could have swore it had an original name um uh, as far no? as i can tell no damn as far as i can tell i'm still yeah checking things no but... no you're definitely right because it probably would have been like a first article or something um mixer that they shut down 2020 yep yeah. uh so i moved to mixer on february 6th of 2020 and it okay. technically shut down either june or july 26th i can't remember exactly which month but yeah because it, it sucked everything was popping i was like yo mixer is the place to be right now I went out to do something. Oh, I was helping my uncle get a new phone because he, like, knows nothing about phones, and I'm a big tech guy. So I was like, yes, sir, yes, I'll go sir. make sure the people at the phone store don't fuck you over here with, like, their weird recommendations. 
Because around here, they like to sell you the cheap, shitty phones that'll break in three months, so you got to go buy more. And yes. I was like, no, we're not doing that. We'll find yes. you a good phone. I don't know what it's going to be, but we'll we'll get you one. So I'm Dude, there. Dude, I don't. And I, I get the first notification, because the same day that Mixer shut down, it came out about, like, a bunch of racist shit happening in the company and sexist shit, and it's like, whoa, why... What the fuck is going on? That's not a good look. Whatever. Put my phone away. Going and helping him. Step outside for a cigarette and I look at my phone and I've got like 10 different Discord messages. My Twitter mentions are blown up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So I finally like start looking and it's like, Mixer's shutting down. Excuse me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, you just brought me back to that. Like I I forgot like that happened, but as you're talking about it, I remember like and how I, big of a deal. I really fucked myself over then too. I was so pissed off about it. I was like, Mixer's given us a month. Yo, that's fucked up. Cause in a month I would have reached the fucking partner requirements, you dicks. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I remember how welcoming Mixer was to come in and, like, grow an audience. Like, they were always, always, always putting, like, zero to three viewer people on the front page. You would check back in a week, they have, like, 20 to 25. And, like, Twitch at the time was kind of, like, catering to 25,000 per stream. So to see Microsoft literally having their own streaming service, and then you just see, like, these people playing, like, Call of Duty, and it's like, they have a webcam in the corner, but, like, they have the biggest smile on their face because they have 20 people watching them, man. Mixer was a fucking good Dude, time. So I've always said this. Mixer's community is, like, miles better than the community on Twitch, and I think that should still be apparent. Look at all the fucked up shit that still happens on Twitch. That shit wasn't happening on Mixer. I feel like it I was, feel like Twitch I feel like Twitch is a toxic relationship for a lot of people because like it's the powerhouse of streaming, but they do so much shit that like people will be at Twitter right away to say, This is bullshit, my last stream's tonight, but then you realize you're shooting yourself in the foot because that's where your audience and your community is. So you're streaming. Yeah, you're streaming while biting your tongue or your lip, but you're like, yo, this is crazy because every year when I accomplish more personally, professionally, they're taking more away from me. And it's like, that doesn't work. What do you mean? I know, I, and I know from experience, the trying to move platforms thing, it doesn't work. No, you dude, lose it's, it's, so much. I'm having uh, a real, I'm having a really, really, really not difficult time. I can't enjoy a YouTube live stream like I enjoy a Twitch live stream. I find them different. Yep. I don't know, like, they're like basically literally the same thing, a screen and a chat on the right. But like, YouTube for me is like video that's already recorded, it's been edited. Like I'll tune into a live stream and I'll hang out. But you go to Twitch, you see who's online on the side, it's like, yo, I'm gonna go hang out with them for five minutes because I'm not here to watch one of their pre-recorded VODs. I'm here to catch right. them right now. Right. Um, yeah. I think I cut you off. I just got, I needed to say that. No, you're good. But yeah, like trying to move my community from Mixer to Twitch. Now, to be fair, I shot myself in the foot with that one because I, I was pissed because mm. it was one of those things. Like in a month, I was going to be applying for partner. Like I was there. So I, yeah. I was angry. So I did like two streams on Mixer before I was like, I, in and in those, the one final stream was a, off-the-cuff episode of the podcast that day because I wanted to come yell about it. 
Yes. And then, like, the next day I did, like, a 14-hour stream, and everybody that popped in, I was sending them to my Twitch. I was saying, go go there. But I had a month where I could have got everybody over. But I did that one extra stream, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm done. And I just deleted Mixer. Well, I'm sure at the time it was kind of like you're kind of like in your head about like how can I continue this momentum going over here and how can I convince these people to even try to make a Twitch account if they don't already have them. Um, yeah. That That's always like moving social platforms is like so difficult, dude, yeah. because like your main one is your pride and your joy and you're like, this is where I feel like it best comes off. So to go into like familiar territory, but like try to like build on it, dude. It feels like square one, but you can't use your same growing techniques yeah. because they're not gonna they're not gonna work twice. Well, and that's the other thing is I was on Twitch before I went to Mixer, and I yes. think in two years I had gained like a total of thirty followers. I was averaging less than a viewer per stream. I was like, I found my place, and yeah. now I'm being forced to go back to somewhere that I couldn't get to work the first time. Can you know, I do like, it now? And I think the knowledge of actually building a community and knowing what was going on helped a ton. I but, I really I, I really enjoyed last year Twitch had that homepage of like uh if you enjoyed this guy you might enjoy this guy. But like I noticed they've hugged like the same 10 people per game that it's like yes this is kind of community sharing but like there's so many people that are like not even getting like that one second and not to mention twitch has five advertisements by the time i'm on the second it kind of goes like i don't want to sit through three more it's not against the streamer it's against two minutes of ads bro which is impossibly hard to deal with because like i just try to run ads every 30 minutes so that there are no pre-rolls but it does suck because yeah, like man. i just want people oh. to be it should never be ads the minute somebody clicks on your stream give especially them time during, to figure uh, out if they want to be there or not especially and i notice this a lot more when somebody says yo come tune in we're doing this right now if you have 30 seconds and then they miss those 30 seconds because they're learning about a brita filter like what right. do you like you know yeah. <laughs> like man it's awful it's awful <laughs> Uh, I will say the funniest thing though is having advertisements on Snapchat like your friends' lives are a product. It goes like, "Oh, what's my friend Sam doing? Oh, now it's a Raid Shadow Legends ad. Oh, what's my friend Dalton doing?" And it's just like, can't yeah. we have anything where I, it's not? I don't like... have Snapchat, so I don't deal with that. Dude, um, it was so funny when we were talking yesterday about like I only do like the forehead good mornings and such. Eero sends me a message today. Here's my snap code, by the way. And I was like, you don't know what good mornings you're getting now. Don't blame me. Oh, God. The, uh, um, yikes. I've also noticed Twitter and their promoted tweet ads have gotten insane lately. <clears throat> um, my personal account, um, I noticed that, like, like, though, like, for you, promoted for you, that's 180 of what I give a fuck about. Like, right. that is, like, a total, like, I, like, know, like, what? So then you go, like, the three dots, don't show me tweets like this or whatever. Then it gets worse. And it's like, if I don't like this, I don't want that. Right. Um, oh, it's and 
Twitter used to be so good for knowing who you are as a person or like what you like to see and everything. But now I go on my personal account and it's like, okay, there's a geek tweet. All right, here's 55 tweets about shit I don't care about because I don't follow any of these people. We don't have anything mutually in common. Oh, look, it's Eero after 60 tweets. Back to my regular following. Like, um, and Instagram. Weird. They don't even do, it's not even all promoted tweets. It just will be like, these are tweets that are supposed to be from, like, gaming. You have gaming as an, a common interest. It's like, I don't care about them. Yeah. I'm following the people I want to hear from. Fuck everybody else. That sounds awful, but... No. So, like, uh, for example, the FTI Twitter page, uh, I wanted to keep that clean specifically because of how Twitter does it. Like, I really enjoy on Twitter following the people that i like to keep up with so i know what they're going on because yep. i never looked at twitter as that like that main fti platform it's kind of like a discord for me like where we can tell you what's going on but then i just noticed it's a flawed logic because twitter doesn't show you the people that you only want to specifically right. follow but now that like we're kind of like following a lot more people checking out a lot more people i'm noticing the people i just wanted to see tweets of a year ago and it's like i'm glad it's happening now but like when you think of a timeline and algorithm and such you're like the people i follow or the people i follow and you go to instagram my friend and then it's like top left click the instagram logo click favorites and you only see those people why why do i have to click a whole other button to see people i follow for following them in the first place right um yeah algorithms suck bro like they suck yeah it's it's awful it's awful but i agree uh so we are just over an hour, and I know we yes. talked about only going for an hour. Do you want to keep going, or you want to be done? Yo, 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 we, we can keep rolling, honestly. Like, I'm having a lot of fun awesome. right now. This is amazing. Because I just didn't know, because we had talked about making yeah. it shorter, but I was like, okay, if it's shorter, we need to go, because we went over an hour already, so whoops. <laughs> yeah, that uh, it, it, it was the idea in my head that, like, a podcast is so, like, structured, but when you're having a good conversation, you don't See, want it to end, like. There's a reason this is called the Scuffed Ass Podcast. We yeah. there's no structure here. Yeah, like we're oh, just here to have I a good agree. time. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. I'm totally down. That's why I think a couple weeks ago, I can't remember which episode it was. Maybe a hundred and seven? No, a hundred and one fifteen, maybe. Uh, did one that went over four hours. We were yeah. just we were just chilling. And it was like, oh, my God. Okay, we need to wrap here. I think it was number 116. It was like three and a half hours. It was 116, I was a, yep. I was, a, I was checking out your most recent one, like the short 30-minute one, and I was like, three and a half hours. Holy shit, okay. And then I was just like, I get it now, man. Like, you're talking, and you're just like, this is such a good conversation. Yep. How do you say, pinpoint, we're not talking past this. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's tough. It's tough. But think moving on from that all right so outside of fti you folk you're a graphic design person at least that's what you were saying and yes. you're always telling me to hit you up for some graphics and yeah i'm awful and never listen and just do it my damn self because i'm an asshole um, i'm one message away i know but I don't know. It's it's always funny to me because I bitch about thumbnails all the time, but I refuse to let anyone else do them. 
Dude, it's uh, create creating the backup and creating the side information for the main project is usually the most fun of the project. Like get into like the thumb, get into the thumbnail aspect of a video. No, I don't even know if I use that right, honestly. But get into the thumbnail part of a video is always the best because you know the video is completed and now all you need to do is this. Yeah. So you put a lot of like that like fun creative energy because you can literally see the finish line. Yeah. Um, no, but yo, just know, like I tell Eero, I honestly tell everybody, it's like, guys, I enjoy doing this a lot. You guys do too much for me that it's like, if y'all ever try to throw money my way in a conversation, man, I will go like, all right, I'm not doing it at all. I'm actually never offering from this point out. Ouch. Like, you know what? No. Yeah. yeah. See, my thing, though, is I don't feel like I do as much for FTI as FTI oh, does my for God. me. Because you guys are always hyping up oh, my, my shit. And I'm just like. Yeah, every like two weeks, I maybe do a voiceover for them. Maybe. No, man, like, uh, I know you're asking about the graphics, but that brings up something really good. I want to really, 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 really kill that, just that idea of, like, if you take two weeks or three weeks to catch up with a community, you're not, like, a part of it. I hate that, man. I, like, everybody says hey i'm sorry i haven't kept up with this in a bit i'm a horrible person i like i missed out it's like you have a life you have priorities i am sure there's events going on that like behind the scenes you're like fuck i don't want to go do my craft tomorrow because right now life's kicking my ass yeah. that like there's been so many people that will make you feel like shit like how we talked about for not keeping up with it man I have never once thought of someone like they don't do anything for me and i'm doing everything for them there's been obviously those times where we've talked about it yeah but like they, like the core members i have never felt that at all because dude we have each other's back we're a community hub it's not For like sure. you need you need to be like like fucking you need to like tomorrow's newsletter in 30 seconds or i'm gonna go like hey, geek doesn't care about me as much as he cares about Bro, me i'm week. not even awake when you post the newsletter half the time <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. so, dude no you you and hero <laughs> specifically man go so far above and beyond i'm sure by now the FTI mascot Void is narrated by Eero. We were going to keep that under wraps, but I'm well, sure by this now. This podcast is already out, so everybody should. Dude. The season's already started. Everybody knows now. I uh, I told Eero, I told Eero, I said, let's keep this under wraps, and people will just like figure out eventually. If you know FTI and you know Eero, bro, you're going to hear his voice like that. Yeah. I love it so much. But, dude, it's things like that. Wait, let me mention something really good while it's on my mind. Ooh. So last December, I'm not going to say who, last December, somebody told me I need to monetize FTI right away or else I'm never going to enjoy what I do. And I said, let me give you a scenario. And I'm going to try to explain this the best I can. Say January of a year, you commission an artist and y'all do like the money, this, you do the exchange, right? You're like, hey, okay, I got what I wanted. I paid the money. I got the art. We did that switch right there. That's good. You go to them in September and go like, hey, we have this thing coming out. Do you want to be a part of it? And they're like, no, it's okay. I don't really know you or what you're doing. Like, I don't really get that at all. But now take that same situation where in January, I go like, hey, we have a newsletter. Would you like to be a part of it? Oh, what's the catch? Nothing. So then they become a part of the newsletter. In September, if I hit them up for something, they kind of feel like, uh, oh, they had my back way back when. Of course, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to expect money out of it because it's a genuine love and it's not a dollar sign love. So right. when, when, some, when I got told, like, you need to monetize FTI because it's going to go nowhere, it's like, Tell me right now, 
you can gather people from different pockets all around the world to come together for this community newsletter where you learn about two new people a week. You have a guy from New Zealand on The Voice. You have Flixo. You have Shoop. You literally have Artie and Grayson. You have Emerson doing things. Yeah. And dude, yes, FTI commissions artists and we pay artists for their work. But when yeah. we work with an yeah, when we work with an internal crew, man, it is all out of love for each other and knowing we're building each other up. Right. So whenever somebody says to me, and it happens a lot, and it sucks because I was hoping it would never happen, monetize FTI, start a Patreon for FTI so you can make money off it, you will just go like, okay, was this their plan the entire time? Get like a good rep, and now all of a sudden they want money? That's when you don't fuck with them anymore. The only way to monetize FTI where, uh, see, and that this is going to sound weird. I was going to say where most people won't call you a sellout or be like, yo, what the fuck, is to find sponsors. Like our good yes. friends at Secret Labs. No. Uh, yes. Well, you're good friends at Secret Labs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. that's the best way to do it. Now, there are still going to be the dumbasses who go, you sold out for a company. No, that's why you work with companies whose products you enjoy, you believe in, you are okay with, right? That's another really good point, man, is like, I think I was talking to you and Eero about it, like, FTI, the sponsors or whatever, the partners have to be so specific to me, especially because I know we were joking around about it. Half the motherfuckers that promote HelloFresh don't eat HelloFresh. Right. Half the motherfuckers that promote Raid Shadow Legends, they haven't, haven't even installed it once in their life. You're literally reading the same script on this video, then I will go to this guy who makes different content than <laughs> yeah. you. The exact same script. Dude, I would love for a sponsor to come in and go like, hey, we really like the music corner. We're doing this. This is what we're doing in music. Can we maybe partner something? But the idea of your shit is not worthy unless there's a dollar sign on it, bro. That's dumb. That's really dumb. <laughs> like, oh, ooh. that's still like the biggest like soft spot for me is because obviously I take everything very like close to home with FTI, but just like try to get someone on your mindset of the dollar sign equals where you are with your thing. Nah, nah, no, no. But, and like for me, it's always been a thing of, I will not promote something unless I genuinely fuck with it. Yeah, like like uh, Secret Labs. I've been using yeah. this specific chair for like three years, and the only yeah. thing that ever started to fall apart was the armrests, and that because and that's because like when I game, I lean on them really hard, and they like the 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 molding started to peel away from the foam on the inside, and I'm an asshole and I pick at things, so like yes. it wouldn't look as bad as it does, except I'm constantly sitting here picking at it because I'm an asshole. Uh, like that's not on secret labs that's on me because like something yeah, starts to be fucked up and i make it worse yeah, so, well, yeah, well you know what to say you're just like yo i wonder if like i just put oh look more's off oh, oh look oh look it's not, yeah. yeah pretty much pretty much um what was oh, it was about the graphics but like that was like you said something really specific oh, there that, that was, see yeah now though but also there also becomes the shitty moments where you promote a company product you genuinely love but something else about the company becomes fucking awful so i agree i agree me and hero have bitched about the one company multiple yes. times yep yep it that was fucked up yeah that whole situation yeah. it's like because we genuinely did fuck with the product it was yes. great yes but once you figure out everything else and you see that it's like okay now, when it comes to accepting sponsors, I have to be so much more careful. I Dude, need to like, vet them so much more. 
and like a lot of sponsorships seem so great off their like throwing the words at your eyes but dude they could literally write in their terms and conditions you sign this and we get to own your content from here on out even like if you don't and it's just like oh so look this company fucked me over no you didn't read what you signed yep. up for because you saw a code and you saw money coming your way right i don't read terms and conditions like every word but it's also really important that like if i want something to be like a staple of fti like for example the post unavailable podcast they've been partners for like the last like five to six seasons and that's genuinely because we fucking love their podcast and there's a great group of people behind it and we know what they're doing and right. like we're not going we're not doing anything like how we're just talking about like the shitty sponsors or partners um yeah 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 my fresca's done Ooh, time for another one yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. or are you out this time <laughs> I, I, i'm out yeah you saw me rip the, the box over there yeah i'm out yeah that's tough buddy it is tough but yeah it dealing with shitty sponsors is tough yes but i do i think it's really easy it's also really easy to get sucked into shitty deals with brands you do like because of the name yep like it would be so tough for me because there are brands that i do fuck with like g fuel i yes i wouldn't ever take a different drink uh that's a lie I wouldn't take another energy drink deal because G Fuel, because that's what yeah. I want. It's the it's the one I fuck with. Yeah. Right? Now yeah. I also drink coffee, so would I also take a coffee deal? Absolutely. Yo, but Tim only from Horton's the places I fuck line. with. Right. Yes. Starbucks or Jack Septicai, the YouTuber. I don't know if you know who he is. He yes. has his own coffee line. Starbucks and the Top of the Morning Coffee are all I drink. You'll never catch okay. me with a Folgers sponsorship. It would be those oh, two. You wouldn't yeah. catch me with anything else because those are what I drink and that's it. And could you imagine like knowing there's better coffee out there and you get like that Folgers ad just so like you're like, hey, look, I have a sponsor, so I'm legit. But the coffee I'm drinking is not the coffee I drink off camera. It's like one, do something you enjoy on and off camera right. and be specific. I understand everybody who creates has that urge of like, I want to make this like my full time or I want to do this where I'm bringing in money. Right. But like, as you said, like the selling out, it happens in the tiniest ways. It doesn't mean you signed a contract for millions of dollars. It's like the tiniest ways that is like you'll have a brand you'll do something but then you realize just how many branches your brand has towards like your core values are not there anymore because you helped other companies grow and destroyed your brand image yeah and it does eventually i i hate i will never be mad at somebody for getting the bag as long as the bag was for something you truly believe in Yes, sir. For a product you genuinely give a fuck about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I don't know. I've never understood the, well, the coldest water bottle company is giving me a sponsorship deal, so I got to take it. I've never used one of their water bottles before, but. They're sending me a crate full of them, so when I do that fake enthusiasm on the camera, my audience isn't going to buy one because they know I know what I'm not fucking talking about. You you can read off my face. I don't know what the fuck I'm selling right now. I'm reading a script behind my camera. Right. Like, for me, that's why I love it. When people ask me about secret lab chairs, it's like I have a genuine, like, no, yo, this shit is great. This shit yes. And you yes. can tell this. Yes. The genuine, you can tell when somebody's being genuine and when they're not. 
my uh, 1998 computer chair that's a year older than me uh i am sitting on the actual piece of foam because like the black part no longer exists on the ass my spine is an upside down j that's not great hey, no dude it's actually really good i'm having a great time thanks for having me okay okay, <laughs> okay. fair enough fair enough fair enough but no yeah i'm, I'm big fan big fan of everything they got going on over there and the collabs they do are sick Oh, I, I love those. I, yes, man, 100%. I think sometime this summer, when I get a new chair, because of the armrests, I plan to. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather just have this chair as, like, an extra for, like, when I can record podcasts in person. We're both on yeah. Secret Lab chairs instead of a shitty folding chair. Uh, yes. The one I'm going to get, though, is an, it's probably going to be the Minecraft chair. Looks like a oh. creeper. Oh, oh, that's I can I can picture it in my head. That's yeah. tight. Is the Secret Lab logo the eyes, or is the Secret no, Lab logo? So actually, the creeper is on like the back of the chair. Yo, yeah. that's even cooler. Here, I'll I'll link oh. it to you actually, so you can check it out. Um, yes, please. I've shown it off on stream a billion times, so I'm sure most people here have seen it. But oh, my internet's being slow. Hold on. Okay. No, no problem at all, man. Not a problem no. at all. Oh hey, I gotta link it to you on my phone, not my computer. Because if I yo, yeah, minimize no, we can, our yo, we call, can... we're we're fucking we're losing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's handle that after, brother. But okay, yo, definitely, yeah. So what were you? Uh, so graphic design. What made you want to do graphic design? And what were your other ideas for career paths? Oh, okay. This is. Uh, <laughs> I want to say, yeah, twenty seventeen. I really wanted to do something like Photoshop or photography. And I never saw myself as like, I'm going to pursue this. This will be like that hobby you have on the side with your job. Um, And I did a college dual credit co-op with Dalton, funny enough. And uh, like I learned Photoshop in there and such, but like I learned like the the bare minimum. And I was like, oh, this stuff is not even a walk in the park. This is so hard. What the hell? What do you mean learning something that's literally everywhere you look? A graphic is so hard to do. Oh my God, no way. So I spent like a year doing God awful graphics. I'd spent like a year doing awful graphics um the end of 2017 um i started a clothing brand and its name was fuckboy fashion mm-hmm. f-u-q-b-o-i and when i tell you I'm i thought this one uh dude if you find it on google images that's hilarious um the i uh, once i lost my train of thought no 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 the idea that i thought i had the next revolutionary product brand like supreme's gonna hit me up tomorrow bro like that was like so in my head man like i thought like i was walking on this idea and then i just realized over time especially looking back at like the vault and stuff with like the graphics and the photos you did for it man it genuinely looks like one of those facebook ads where it's like insert last name family here did this did that did that get this graphic tee right now and it's like all of these look like fill in the blank ugly ass designs from a guy who doesn't want to actually go do something so the end of 2018 i did another clothing brand and it was called poor decisions but that one was actually a lot more 
professional compared to fuckboy because like we were producing on champion and like there was actually like a brand image and like there was like a mission statement instead of going like i want to see what this looks like on a guild and shirt and print it and sell for 50 bucks not 50 but like you know what i mean um but the poor decisions that's where i started to really find like hey if you can make something seem like an event or you can make something seem like you need to be a part of it do it um going back to fuckboy for a second august 2018 we hosted a concert called live in the dream fest and as i'm gonna talk about it man you're gonna realize how much of fti was already happening without me knowing living the dream fest was a local concert hosted in guelph that had local musicians that i knew of and i hit up people around to come to it and we didn't sell clothing i wanted people to realize that the music artists i listened to they are really good and then i realized i was like that's who i am as a person i like showing people and i love networking people to new people i don't give a fuck about clothing brands and fast fashion that shit ruins the planet and like man you can start a clothing brand like fucking that like two seconds but you can't build a brand with core value and such unless you actually are building it with the proper people and i feel like that's why i have such a soft spot for the money aspect because i genuinely thought money meant success but looking back on it it's like money is just paying your production costs right so 2019 happened in march of 2019 i was enrolled to go to college for september for graphic design but then a, few, a lot of shit happened with it so i said never mind lost all the passion in the world to do anything bro i was like fuck graphic design i'm not even gonna care i'm gonna play old school runescape for the rest of the night when i have my computer on i'm not gonna do anything um and then the end of 2019 i did like these cartoon graphics where like you just send me a picture i'll do like the animated style of it and then that's when I like said graphic design can work into what I want it to, but I realized that it's not going to be like how I'm going to be known to people I work with. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm going on a nostalgia trip right now, man, because like I love living like day to day so much that like when you actually look back on it and talk about it, you're like, wow, like that actually was a pretty cool event. So thank you for this memory lane trip because this is awesome. Memory lane trips are sometimes fun. Yeah. Sometimes. sometimes. Uh, 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 yeah. So, yeah, the money thing's always interesting. And the starting your own clothing brand. I mean, we all have done that anyways. FTI has yeah. the merch hub. Eero has eerogear.com. I have geeksgear.store. You know, everybody seems to do that eventually anyway. And that was something that I remember I talked to like Colin and young Phil about a lot was like, I want to be able to like have like clothing, but like, I don't, I have that fuckboy mindset in my mind. Not, not, not that way, but like the fuckboy fashion mindset in my mind, where it's just like, I just know it's a graphic on a Gildan. And then I'm just like, it doesn't matter, Matt. You have like a community, and like people want to actually represent this because they believe in it. They're not just your homie helping out a brand. So that the uh, the FTI merch hub almost was never gonna happen because I had to be convinced to get out of that mindset. See, and my thing for it was, I know that this isn't gonna be like a premier clothing brand that my stuff's gonna be on. That's yeah. why, you know. I have my stuff set to where I make almost no money from it. I just want people to be able to get it. 
And that's why it bugs me so much when I go on Teespring sometimes. Like, I'll click a creator's merch and it sends me to Teespring. And their hoodie on Teespring is 85 bucks. It's like, yo, yo, yo. So last September, we did a collaboration with the Nathan 709 uh, for his video, Journey to the Purple Planet. And when Nathan and I were talking in his like actual community Discord, um, I remember somebody said, wow, the creator of this actually didn't charge out the ass. I can actually like grab two of these. And it's just like, dude, like, what? What, what is yes okay money okay yes uh, the, the the answer is always money even if you like it or you don't like it the answer is always money I want really that way I, I i said to him i said nah man because if you enjoy this creator you should be able to just support the creator in any way you shouldn't worry ha about having to go bankrupt to grab a t-shirt like dude a 20 dollar, 15 dollar t-shirt that means a lot more that you're wearing that for that creator compared to that $15 sitting in your Teespring wallet. 100%. And, like, or even more in some people's cases because they're assholes about it. But, like, yeah. it's funny to me because, like, the amount... <laughs> this is weird, and I don't know if I should talk about... But, like, the amount of money I've spent on actually getting the graphics made for merch, I at least for a while we'll ne won't yeah. recoup that i don't sell no. enough merch to pay off the 500 bucks i spent on the brains are weird graphic yeah but it's like it was worth it because that graphic it was is so sick, worth it and people get to rock that and see that and you know not only do i get to have this cool merch on the merch store from an idea i had but then you know an artist that i know got to create something cool and get paid for their work like let's talk let's talk about red for a second it, that one wasn't a red design but red is great i know um <laughs> red oh my yo oh phenomenal oh, artist yo. so i sent you the secret labs thing but i gotta send you this one too this was the most recent thing red created for me okay okay it is uh there you go Let's check this, let's check this, let's check this. Now it's there. Yeah, man, I saw you okay, had that okay. little video ad uh, oh, in here. Was right. it your MLB video? Um, Dude, I was like, no fucking way. That is so cool. Yeah, man. That one's sick. Um, oh. No, we talked about it yesterday, and like we don't have to talk about it with like what the specific event was. Sure. It was the it was that one t-shirt where I said, man, like... I still feel guilty about everybody that went in on that, but everybody's all, everybody's also saying like, no man, like we invested into this idea because of the brand and we want to see this and it's a cool design. Yeah. Like it always comes back to money. Geek. It always comes back to money. It always does. You, it, it, it's so hard to tell yourself you're doing something good when people are like, yeah, but how much did you make from it? Yeah. But uh, right. how much money? Yeah, how much money did you get? Oh, oh, so you got no money from it and you're happy because appreciation? I'm fucking thrilled about appreciation. Are you kidding me, man? Yeah, of course. See, it depends on who's talking to me. Cause sometimes I'll just go, it doesn't fucking matter how much money I made from it. Either way, I can I, uh, make $1,000 from a merch designer. I can make zero. Doesn't matter to some people. I, I won't tell them because all it does what? is cause bigger issues. 
when I talk to somebody new or I talk to somebody who only like three to four times a year, they're like, oh, so it's like your full-time job now and such because it looks really good. And I'm like, I'm so glad it looks that way to you because you have that idea that like it must be the money behind it that's doing really good. And then you find out it's the team and what's going on that makes right. it good when you learn about it, dude. You sold them on your idea in a whole new way. And they kind of like become more part of the community because they're like, yeah. oh, this is really comfortable. This is really friendly. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Money's weird, man. And like, I, oh God, go ahead. I would, I would really, yes, of course. I'd really love for FDI and it's going to be my full-time job one day, but like, I don't wake up and look at my wall and go like, all right, I need to make $500 in the next month to know what, what I'm doing is worth it. I just say, if someone tells me, thank you for featuring me in a newsletter, I'm just going to say fucking right. That was the best time of my life today. Like, it's the smallest things that you just remember because as I'm talking to you, I'm noticing I'm pulling key conversations from like three years ago because they stand on me that yeah. much. Yeah. Ugh. No, but like I, what I have noticed is because of the pandemic, right? A lot of people jumped into the content creation thing as a source of a way to make money. Yes. Yes. But now the pandemic w has mostly receded, right? People are going out and doing things again. The views that were there on Twitch, because, you know, everything exploded oh. over the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So the views that weren't there, they're not there anymore. Oh, so dude. So people's numbers, some people's numbers have dropped dramatically. And they're all bitching because the only reason they got into it was for the money. And now you're learning yeah. that. As much as they acted like it was a pure a, passion a project. passion of mine yeah you're seeing dude. now like oh no it wasn't oh so or dude 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 we talked about it yesterday hey uh if you give me 50 likes on this tweet i will drop my new song are you fucking kidding me my I don't, guy I don't drop the song man make the make the shit make content do Yo, not ask people to you're show you a bunch your of own music homie right Dude, I honestly, every time I see posts like that, I hope they never get the likes. And he's never allowed to drop his song. So because then when, if you when, drop the song without getting it, people are going to call you out. And dude, okay, so th this is a situation that we see way too commonly. And I know you can, you see this with me. Yeah. Is when it's when it's like those tweets, like, like, and I'll do this. And then the product gets, like, barely no attention. And all of a sudden, they're salty at their community. They're like, oh, uh, that wasn't as successful as I wanted it to be. You guys really failed me this time. Maybe next time we'll do better. It's, it's, that's a joke that's a just that's drop a joke, the fucking man. product and that's another thing i have learned right is yeah. the things as a creator that you think are gonna do the best you put a ton of work in on them and this is gonna get a ton of views this is the best thing i've ever made it'll tank yeah and then well, something yeah, you dude, just you... slap together in a couple days and go i just needed to get a post out for friday because i totally forgot boom It'll skyrocket. It's like, yo, what the fuck? I want to <laughs> quickly mention, I want to quickly mention something that made me really happy. Um, the Persona Rumble, man. Like, we literally hosted a virtual wrestling pay-per-view. Y'all didn't know how we were doing it. I literally messaged 30 people and I was like, pick a number between 1 and 30. It's all you have to do. This is the link you'll have to click on the 28th. We had a theme song. We had a virtual sponsor. We had all this going on. I guarantee less than 5% of the FTI community knows what WWE and like wrestling is to like keep up with it.
people are watching the Persona Rumble like it's this movie, and they're enjoying it. They're interacting when people come in, and it's like, dude, that kind of shit is so cool because it's the stuff you expect just to put out for an event. That's like one of the most like milestone moments that you'll have on your career or like your fucking content career. But then, as you said, you get the people where it's like, all right, so I was averaging like 50 viewers. I was getting like 10 donations a day. My community sucks because they're not giving me their wallet anymore because I haven't changed up my content. And I'm starting to show you that what I'm doing is specifically for the money and validation. And it's like, have fun. Have fun. Absolutely. It's so weird to me, too, that, like, I don't know. It's even weirder to me. The people who will show you they're only in it for the money and everybody's just like, Oh, so they don't even like making content. They're here straight up for the money. Here's more money. It's like, what? Why? Dude, dude, I, uh, I used to, well, I still do. Like, I, I shouldn't say like, oh, I'm all positive thoughts. I never get in my head about it. As I mentioned at the beginning, I'm very much in my head about it. I think I get in my head when I get used to something we're doing and I automatically assume that if I'm used to it, everybody is, but I have to realize like, everybody appreciates your content differently and everybody appreciates what you do differently um back in january and like the end of january um, i was having like that seasonal depression wave and Nahome sent in his community video for fti newsletter 100 and the man literally says and the main man matt cheesh and bro it was like the most like overwhelming red face i ever got because it's like I thought everybody here was used to FTI and to me, and, like, I just thought, like, at this point, it was, like, a conversation. But just to hear, like, my name get brought up and they appreciate what was happening and still happens, dude, it changes your outlook. It totally changes your outlook. Yeah. I mean, shit. I've talked about it before. Like, I think there was an entire stream and then I made a YouTube video out of it. Sorry, my glasses were dirty as fuck. No, yeah, no, no, you're not. Uh, no, you're good, you're good. <laughs> no, so there was like an entire stream I did where during it, I, I like didn't mention the person by name or whatever, but I was getting messaged on Discord about one of the people in my community and how shitty of a time they'd been having and like how my content, you know, was helping get them through it and it was like the brightest spot in their last month and whatever. Yeah, man. And it's like, yo. That'll mean more than any fucking donation I can get. Just because, like, I've talked about it before. The reason I do this isn't for the money. It's not for the fame. You know, as cool as it would be to be able to be like Ninja. Like, of course, that would be awesome. Nothing will ever mean more than the fact that the thing I do is entertaining enough to help anybody. One person through a dark time. And to see them, like, constantly, like, be at your side and make what you're doing feel ten times more important. And then it's just, like, this is so amazing because you get so used to what you create. And it's, like, when you just see somebody just appreciate it, the smallest bit, the largest bit, you're, like, yes, okay, I'm out of my head for the next two hours and I'll be back in it. But for now, we're good. The only other thing that has ever felt remotely close to those moments is seeing a creator like you used to look up to, like somebody you used to watch a billion times. I know you saw it on Twitter. I got raided by Liam for the winter, a, yeah. a zombies YouTuber. Yeah. That, like I watched back in 2016 when I was starting all this up and I loved his content. But 
content back then. Those are the only times that it comes close to anything else. Because it's like, yo, that's a guy I fucked with who had yeah, no clue who I was. He's fucking and now with he's you. Fucking, like, that is the, that is the yes, wildest 100%. moment. I love that. Like, yes, yo, he man, had no 100%. clue who the fuck I was, but I knew him. And he yeah. found me. Like, that's sick. Yo, that's a, that, that was a whole... I nearly broke down right when that happened. I, 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 like, I, I caught that. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it oh, back together, goddamn! You're screaming. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> but yeah, this but... one's aw- this one's awful because it's unfortunately has to do with earning money. Um, last summer, last June, I was streaming Mario Galaxy on Twitch, and Artie and I like we knew who we were, but like we weren't as like close as we are now. She gifted like 20 subs, bro, and like she was just like bringing like so many people in and such. Man, I pause Mario Galaxy, I walk around my apartment, I look out the window, and I'm like. I'm too overwhelmed to continue playing. I have so much going on right now. I feel so loved right now. And then, like, the next day, I post this, like, really big, like, thank you so much, guys. Like, this is amazing. You have no idea what this means and everything. And just, like, the love and outpour on the thank you, like, it just, like, creates that warm hug. I'll call it a hug because it's always a motherfucking hug. Yeah. Appreciation, man. Can't get enough of it because it feels awesome to get. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Huh. These are some crazy, crazy things to talk about. I think I've, I don't know if I've touched on everything I wanted to interview wise. I, we, we've gotten into so many topics that like weren't planned at all, but they're great. So man, you can, you can hit me with anything. And for the most part, I'm pretty much an open book with what we can talk about. Well, valid, but oh man, it's just wild. So I do want to know, outside of all of the wonderful artists who are part of the FTI community, I mean, yesterday you were telling me how Billy Talent is somebody you're really into. What are some other artists that you you put up Dude, so, like, all of the going, do you want me to do music or do you want me to do, like, inspiration role model? Music first. Okay, so. You can get into the other stuff in a bit. I'm going to, I'm going to pop open Spotify real quick. Um, because actually this is a video cast. Fuck it. They're nicely organized there. I would probably have to say other than Billy Talon and the rock, let's just go with like the mainstream rappers real quick, because I only listen to a handful of them. Um, I would really say like Tyler, the creator, Amine and Mac Miller. Um, but like when I'm in like my actual like playlist where I don't have to feel pressure to play rap in front of my friends because I want to be cool for a car ride, um, I would say it's like the struts, the strokes, the Billy Talent especially, man. Um, but I I find myself, and this isn't even me trying to be like, oh, like look at this, look at he's doing. Like I listen to who's in the community more than I listen to mainstream radio because. Yeah. I like Emerson Corleone. Like I, I am like that guy's. Like oh my god, I'm like his number one fan, man. Because he is so fucking good at what he does that I bug him every day. Put your lyrics on genius, man. I'm like, I'm like your wordplay, your delivery. Eero paused the stream yesterday to listen to Know Your Way, and just he's like, he's like, yo, I miss this. I want to vibe out for a second. So I clip it and I send it to Aiden, and Aiden's like, yo, this made my motherfucking night. This is awesome. Um, I would say Emerson, 
Shoop. I've been I've been homies with Shoop for like since six or seven years old. He's been on this since 2015, if not like early 2016. And he's always been the person that's like, I make music for me. I know how I want to do it. He is an inspiration in itself as a music artist, as a person. Um, if a lot of what you see on FTI actually gets the shoop approval, um, because he's my go-to guy, honestly, on Facebook, I'm like, hey, man, I need you to check this out. When you have a second, please, please give me your honest feedback. And he's always like, dude, this is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, this is why I love you as a music, as music too, because I know you're in your music. I know, like, shoop is in his music, and it's not like a different persona, no pun intended. Right. Um yeah wow thinking about it wow my, I, th I thought i loved music until i realized that i like i stay in like the same five to seven artists um my biggest driving force though i will say for a lot of the things i do is jeff motherfucking hardy um i think he is the coolest human being walking um <laughs> yeah man yeah oh man i god what wrestlemania was that uh the return I'm oh when they numbers. did it at so when Dude, they came no, back to WWE. That was 33 because yeah. after WrestleMania 30, Vince thought having numbers on WrestleMania will make it look old. So they refer to the number on commentary, but never on the logo. When right. um when I um when I look at WrestleMania logos now, I always have to say, what number are they on? So then I go 10 years to where they were, and I'm just like, okay, add like five or six. But dude, putting a number, not putting a number because you think it'll look old, I personally think like, yo, that just shows you've been at it for so long. Put number 50, put WrestleMania 45, because that's fucking sick. And also it helps us know when the things happen. Like, I'm a big wrestling fan, dude, but when someone's like, yo, WrestleMania 37, and then, like, I, before they tell me what happened there, I'm just like, I can't picture the logo in my head. But right. if you say, like, WrestleMania 23, I see the blue logo, and right. WrestleMania 25, I see the star. But if it's just a WrestleMania with no number, I'm just like, tell me a match there, and I can name the whole card. Right? But, <laughs> dude, the excitement I had. Dude, I was pissed, too, because I did. I, I try not to buy into the rumors and stuff so i was like the hardy boys aren't showing up the new day well, they came did the out. airport photo yeah yeah but the new day came out and they were talking about how somebody else was in the match and i'm like wow wwe's really leaning into the get everybody excited for the hardys and then the new day's just gonna wrestle this is stupid as shit especially kofi walking to the ring like yeah oh, like yeah you he know was like us. creeping you know up there us. and i was like god damn it dude then the I'm fucking music hit and i popped hard um i have a really good friend his name is g uh jeeber um he has his angle is this it oh my god this is when jeff did the swanton at wrestlemania um i don't know if we're gonna be able to see it but okay just oh. listen didn't hear it at all but okay, yo so essentially i yell holy fuck because i'm like Jeff Hardy's on WWE TV. I bawled my eyes out in 2009 when I was a kid and he got fired in that steel cage match. This is the coolest thing going on right now. And then I remember I woke up the next morning, bro, and I was just so happy at school. Like, I was the reason Jeff Hardy came back. Yes. Walking around like, yeah, man, I'm so happy Jeff Hardy came back. Life's good, life's good, life's great. Oh, man. But oh. See, I have weird music taste. Mm -hmm. You, If you pressed shuffle on, like, my 
my vibin' playlist, because that's what I listen to the most of the time. It'll cut from, like, Day and Night by Kid Cudi to, <laughs> to you know, Colors by Crossfade to country music to heavy metal. Like, I don't... Norm- There's only one, like, style of music that I just vibe with, and that's, like, the one that is impossible to categorize because everybody calls it something different. Like pop punk, so like Lincoln Park, Green Day, Good yes. Charlotte. That that that's the like genre of music. That's the only one that it's like I vibe with most things that get made there. Otherwise, you definitely have just... like pockets of every genre, but like when somebody asks you to name like five, it's like oh shit, I forget the whole world of music because right. like it's pockets I listen to, but I enjoy a specific genre. Right. Yes. That's why like my current. This sounds awful. But, like, of the mainstream artists, my current favorite is MGK. Because he... Really? Because he brought back pop punk. Yeah. He made it real again. And I love it. I've I've never given MGK a chance because, bro, when I hear that Invincible song that they did for John Cena on The Rock's promo, bro, MGK, oh, you just, oh, right now, man. Just because, like, WWE, like, put it on for five days a week for a year straight building up to this match. And then he does does that album last summer. And, like, I unfortunately went with, like, the Herd opinion. And I was like, yeah, it's probably shit because it's MGK. I'm sure it's a fucking great album. Tickets you know, to my like, downfall sure. is the yeah. only album, is one of the only albums in the world where I can sit down and listen to the entire album. Okay, that's like, there's special not a, like front to back. There's not yeah. a song I really want to skip. Like, I'm chilling with all of it. It is Hell so yeah. good. Hell yeah. yeah and the man. weird, like, music video he did for it, he didn't do, like, a music video for every song. They made, like, a movie based around the Yo. album. It was so cool. Like, it's Yo. so good audio visuals i think that's the name when they do a bunch like i could be wrong audio visuals that like even give you like a different instrumental or they give you like a longer like minute of a song dude those are so special because it just shows you that the artist loves what they do so much they'll do different variations of it but you'll be familiar with the original concept i love that i love that okay oh good and then His newest, like, pop-punk album, I have not listened to the entire thing yet. I've listened to one song. Yeah. Because it's really hard for me to get into new music. Like, I find, like, that's why my playlist mostly consists of songs that are 10, 15 years old. It's because, like, I found these songs. I like these songs. It's really tough to get me into newer stuff. I mean, that's what I love about FTI. I'm getting into... Some new artists, which is great. Yo, yo, okay, I gotta, I gotta be honest with everybody real quick. If anybody has made it this far into hearing me talk about FTI, first off, thank you so fucking much. This is amazing. Uh, second off, I gotta Jedi's be real. Jedi's definitely here. Oh, this, definitely hello, here. Jedi. Jedi, I actually appreciate you so much for that 2K22, man. Like, uh, I, I wanted, I want to create a 2K22 thing, and like, I wanted like a small group of us to like trade around community creations and things. I think Jedi bought the game specifically because I was like, dude, it's really, it's a really good game. You'll really love it. And then he shown me what he's creating in it, and I'm just like, yo, this is the coolest fucking thing, man. Like, let's go. Um, I gotta be real. 
I lurk in a lot of streams. Like I, uh, I like I will lurk. Like for example, for with you, I will lurk in your stream, and then sometimes I'll just like go lay in bed, never even tell you I'm in there. You'll have like for example, you had Wednesday on in your MLB video in the background. Yep. Um, dude, I either a clip that, vod that, or b text the person. And I'm just like. Yo, so here I am lurking in this chat, and all of a sudden I just hear Wednesday pipe up in the background, yep. or like Tanya Riviero, or dude Mindy walking into your streams and hearing Mindy, bro. Mindy's I just constantly con playing in my streams I, now, man. I just continue, dude. The early two thousands pop. It's my dude, vibe. Like, dude, Mindy, Mindy yes. fits my vibe too much. Yes, too much. Yeah. It's great. Mindy went above and beyond for Welcome Inside. He created a whole interlude for Red House to lead into Red House. And I was just like, I appreciate that. That is so awesome. And then it turns out to be so marvelous. Like, I don't know if you heard the interlude to Red House. And if not, I will link it after. I don't it's know on if SoundCloud. I've heard the interlude, but... Oh, it's, um, whew, it's so good. So yeah, when, uh, odds are if like you see me in your chat list and stuff and you're like, oh, he's probably just keeping it on the background. I'm watching your stream. I'm just freaking out that there's music going on from the community, man. Yeah. Um, and then Mindy though, nothing is ever to me going to top out my head by, by them that nothing else is winning. That wins. It's over. Oh, yeah, over. Yeah, over. yeah. I don't know why song stuck yeah. in my head all the time i think that came out last september because i remember fti did a little bit of uh, promotional graphics for it and mindy was like yeah check this out early dude i literally kept my groove shark thing on repeat as i was making the newsletter because i was like this is so dude, good i feel like i need to hit them up and be like can i just use this as like the new outro for my youtube videos you forever should. forever no, you like should. this is just the new outro I've been rocking the same outro music on YouTube for like four years. No, I, yo, hundred uh, percent, man. Maybe use it for my intro too. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, well, he also, it's so good. He, he's also a producer as well. So he could probably just even whip something up. So similar to that That's style true. that fits your stuff. True. Yeah. True. But yeah, Flixo, uh, all the stuff with Wednesday and Flixo has been so good. Yo, I uh, I mentioned this on the ecast, I believe, and if not, uh, they did like like eight to twelve Fridays last year of a new single every fucking Friday. And when I tell you, man, they That's were dope. it was some of the strongest in like their respective discographies. I'm telling you that like you could like throw one on shuffle and I'll go like yo this one came out before this one and after that one because they they found such like a formula that was so unique that you were drawn to what Friday was going to sound like and not to mention those two are like a dynamic duo who literally create magic from halfway across the world. Right. Um, last summer we created a group chat between Emerson, um, Flixo, Wednesday, and myself. And literally, I think it was Wednesday or Flixo that said, "No, we've never really had like a voice-to-voice -voice conversation." And I was like, "Imagine being on the same wave wavelength with someone where you could strictly do it on text. That's so special. That means right. like you met your music partner, dude." Right, right, right. Oh. oh I love the people in the community. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I express that enough or like it comes off me at all, man. Uh, but I really, I really don't think it everything. does. You really no. seem sheltered and very, yeah. not oh, letting anything oh. out. Absolutely not. Dude, it's the greatest time of my fucking life. Undisputed has also been 
I mean, Yo, that, that's, that's been rocking in the playlist for a while. Wrestling in 01, and I'm feeling pretty ruthless. Might fuck around, shave my head, and turn Buddhist. Too bad you're a fake wrestling fan. Ruthless Aggression Era started in 2002, everybody. I'm very sorry, and just I hope you know when I wrote that afterwards. I knew it right off the bat, but Emerson said the take was good, so he rolled with it anyways. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's tough. I love it, though. Yes, sir. I honestly didn't catch it because I'm a fake wrestling fan, too. Uh, well, it's it's like one of those things, and I don't know if like you follow like any sort of like similar thing, but I was taught, and it took me a while to like really like go with it, don't point out the flaw because it will be the only thing people notice is when you make that flaw yep, public. Yep, yep. So I say, like, fake wrestling fan, bro, just like you. It went right over your head because you're not like, well, actually, the Ruthless Aggression era started mid-2002. Right? It's just like, no, bro, no, it's it, you're good, bro. Don't, you no don't one cares. It just, yeah, it just, yeah. It, honestly, say in 2001 or 2001, I can't remember however you said it. Whichever yeah. way you said it, it's going to sound better than saying 2002. It really is. 100%. It fits yeah. the vibe. Oh, man. We, uh, there at the beginning of the pandemic, I want to quickly mention this. I thought, like, again, like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, like, do some, like, funny rap, like, Little Dicky and, like, all of them. So, like, Aiden and I wrote a song, and I sent him, like, 30 takes of the same take. And he was just like, man, we can do this. You're so passionate about it. Just send one take. And I was like, you are so correct, my guy. I am just so excited right now. Um, there's two more that we've been working on, but I can't come to find myself to, like, go on the microphone to do it because I feel like that's not who I want to, like, be. That's kind of like when you hang out with the friends, you're, like, time capsule. Like, yo, we did this 10 years ago, and only five people know about it. But to, like, Undisputed, it was definitely a bucket list thing. Um yeah yeah i i yeah. oh man there was there was a time where i don't know i enjoyed rap a ton back in the you know high school days where i was high all the time we used to mm -hmm. basically only listen to rap turns out mm -hmm. i actually well, hated you're, that you're, time you're, but dude you're, you're only allowed to listen to rap when you're with your friends because you put anything else on yo this shit's garbage bro change it man dude the amount of i love it now because i'm always in control of like i don't let other people drive me around so like if yeah. i'm with people it's like i'm driving which then means yeah. my radio yes sir driver picks yes, the music sir. shotgun shuts his k-cole so yes sir we, we i'll just be rocking anything pop punk just because it's better and mm -hmm. it's a i know it annoys people but i don't care fuck it like music now there are always some rap songs that it's like yo that's fire and I, you have to like read the vibe too but like don't put yourself in like that rap because i need to know i need to make sure my homies know i listen to rap it's like no dude put your music on just right put fuck on. the homies Fuck the home. Fuck the, well, I mean, like, if the homies <laughs> like the music, maybe, but nine times out of ten, it never leaves with that. Yes. Right. It's it's never, and half the songs, it's not like we all like them. It's just, we're supposed to listen to that. this. This is what's popular today. It's like, no, I, uh, I, I couldn't name one Jack Harlow song on this new album to save I, my I, life. I, I don't think, I, think, I don't know if I've listened to anything with Jack Harlow in it. Yeah, I literally think the takeaway I have from it, not because of Twitter, Snoop Dogg's on it. I don't know anything else. Um, but that's music. That I'm gonna is, check. Uh, 
Oh, no. <laughs> Industry Baby by Little Nas X is in one of my playlists, and it has Jack Harlow in it. Mostly okay. because the bass is good, and I have big subs in my truck, so. There we go. I need some songs with good bass. This has been the fastest two hours of my life, and I'm enjoying literally Yeah, I can't believe it's been two hours already, which this is, amazing. is nuts. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know who else is... Let me, I want to, I want to read you some more out of my, oh, okay. hold on. What did I make? What was my top 10 for Eero? On the E-Cast, my top 10, which again. Eero, let me have 11. Okay. When I first <laughs> made it, the first playlist I sent him, he was like, yo, that's too many. Cut it down to 10. Or he said, cut yeah. it down to five. And I was like, 10's yeah. the best I can do. And he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> yo i uh i made 10 and i'm like yo this is so unfair and then he's like he's like 10 i'm like 11 and here's the link <laughs> but so got all fucked up by the amity affliction Not i don't know really. if you know who them who they are yep uh one two three mgk songs okay two of them from tickets to my downfall and then another one that was a collab with kellen quinn okay. uh who the fuck is kellen quinn i don't want to mess it up when i say it so kellen quinn what band was he in lead vocalist for sleeping with sirens there we go okay that's 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 that one uh summer nights and jack and rose by kennedy who is a zombies youtuber from back in the day who transitioned to making music and his music slaps. Let's fucking go. So, all right, all right. I'll, I might link you one of his songs later because he's great. I, I'm a big Kennedy guy. Um, yeah. And then Come and Go by Juice World and Marshmallow. Obviously, In the End by Linkin Park. Got to get yep. some Linkin Park in there. Do you want a quick uh, Linkin Park in the end factoid really quick? Sure. So uh, 2011, me and the homeboy Shoop, we were doing our elementary school talent show, and uh, we weren't allowed to do any songs we actually listened to, because going to a Catholic school, you're not allowed to say fuck on stage when you're 8 years old for some reason, or uh, 12 years old, but you're not allowed to say fuck on stage apparently, so okay. So they're like, how about In the End by Linkin Park? And Shoop and I were like, well, this is like one of the only tracks we wouldn't do, because it's not like... Neither not of you can pull off Chester's voice? Well, it, it's like you you have their discography that you would perform, like that you would literally be a twelve year old and go like I'm gonna do like anything like and even like <clears throat> numb like I I would have rather done numb. So we get on the stage and my microphone doesn't work. So I was just like, oh, there's two parts to this. Okay, we're gonna switch microphones. I go on my knees, my pants rip directly down the middle. And I was just like, oh, 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 oh. And I remember Shoop and I looked at each other and he's trying to hand me the microphone. And I said, you're finishing this, I'm going. The song ends, I'm so fast in my Uncle David's car, bro. I didn't even like stay. I don't even know what happened afterwards. 12 year old me thinks, 12 year old me thought this was gonna be riding me for the rest of my life. It was for like five minutes. Dude, keep going though. So real quick, back to Lincoln Park and covers of it. So I can't. I'm terrible with years. Whatever year it was that Chester passed, right? 2017. Yeah. Thank you. MGK was supposed to go on tour with Lincoln Park. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the day the tour was supposed to start, MGK still went because you know they'd already sold tickets. Whatever. 
he knew Lincoln Park couldn't perform, but he was like, I can. I can yeah. still give. So in his first concert, he does that cover of Numb. Because, you know, oh, him and Chester were great yeah. friends. Yes. And let me tell you right now, MGK does not have the voice to do Chester because nobody does. Nobody does. Chester's a crazy vocalist, like one of the best to ever live. Like nobody can he, really touch what he does. His, like everybody sings with their emotions, but he genuinely sings with his emotions. Like you can feel that when he yeah. screams in any song. Um, his uh, my top album of all time that's like stood the test of time is Collision Course with like the Jay Z Lincoln Park MTV collab. Okay. Um, and yo. It is just like remixes and enhanced versions of like Jay Z song, Lincoln Park song, but even familiar Lincoln Park songs, you just feel Chester's energy yep. creating something new, and it's like fuck, that's robbed. We can never see that band live again. We can see members do memorial shows, but we will never be able to see Chester on stage screaming. And we're like goosebumps, goosebumps. Did you see the first concert Lincoln Park did without Chester? Yo, where they had nobody sang Chester's parts, the crowd yeah. just did. Yeah, oh my God, what yeah, I would have paid man. to have been there. God, yeah, man. that was live streamed on YouTube, and like I know YouTube had like the 10 second delayed, but like everybody was like at different parts in the comments, and I was like, dude, that's captivating, that's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. But MGK did this cover, and I'm so pissed off at all the people talking about it. Just because MGK is, like, the most hated dude for some reason. And, like, I get it. He's a dumbass, and, like, the whole Eminem thing was stupid. But whatever. Everybody's like, he should have never did a cover of that song. He sucks. This sucks. Why would he ever do that? That's so disrespectful. It's like, no, it wasn't. I, uh, I, as I said, like, I shit on him because of, like, the herd opinion. Yeah. Like, like, the general consensus opinion. But, like... He's famous for how he wants to be and who he wants to be. So, yeah. like, no matter what people think of him, it's just like he's doing what he wants and he's having the time of his life. Like, yes, yeah, sir. Absolutely. Like, but that that cover, it's like he's not able to cover numb the way Chester can sing it. But you can also hear he's like almost breaking down the entire time he's trying to sing it because him yes. and Chester were good friends. I think nobody um, wants to acknowledge that part. What was what was the song called? Something light. The it was it came out right before he passed away, or they released it when they passed away. It's like um oh oh the covers the beach the covers them at the like it's like water at like let me, sundown. Let me Lincoln Park um, it. Let me Lincoln Park it. Yeah. Um. One more light, dude. One more light. The uh, album or the song. The song "One More Light." Um. At that time, something crazy was happening, and like. I always find it so impressive when an artist can make a song that like captures everything you're feeling. Cause as we said before, it's incredible that like everybody can feel something and like feel like they're the only one. And then you're all of a sudden kind of like lifted up because you're relating. And that song, dude, holy shit. It is so well done. Uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to it, dude. Um, yeah. Swimming by Mac Miller. That album from front to back, man, and this is so generic to say, is an actual mood. Like, I'm like, it is a mood, man. Oh. So, my song from One More Light that hit that way was not One More Light. It was Heavy. I, I, heavy yeah, was the one that yeah. I fucked with hard. That's a, a yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh I know what I'm doing after this. We're loading up a new playlist. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh no. Um, to, I'm looking just at my playlist, seeing what other wild shit's on here. Yeah, man. But yeah, Kennedy does some great stuff. Oh, I have an I Prevail cover of a Taylor Swift song. Right. It's fire. So I yeah. haven't listened to pop goes. I meant punk goes pop and forever pop goes punk. I haven't listened yeah. to that in time. Hollywood Undead, man, that's another one. Yeah. Yep. So I prevailed at a cover of Blank Space, and it's wild. I think I've heard that. I think you, I think maybe. Yeah. Um. Good lord, what else is on here? Um. Got some NF. Got some Apocalypta, because apparently that's my vibe lately. Um, Linkin Park, obviously. Um, Avril Lavigne, still rocking Avril Lavigne in 2022. I love it. No, she uh, just did a sold-out arena tour this past Sunday in oh, Toronto. She? Yes, sir. I yes, love sir. Avril Lavigne. Man, a vibe, a Canadian vibe. That's true. Got some All-American Rejects, Hinder. If you had a kiss, you had. See, that's not even the song in my playlist. It's Move Along. Oh my I'm god, rocking Move the, Along right now. Is that what is that the Gears of War song? I don't. No, I. I uh, dude, it's that elephant member I was telling you about yesterday, dude. I, yeah. I get too deep in nostalgia. Yeah, then I got some Hinder rocking. Eminem, um. Country music, I don't really want to talk about what country music I listen to because country music fans are weird and I don't like to deal with them. Uh, Eve 6, still rocking Eve 6. Avenged Sevenfold. Um, more Avril Lavigne because of course there is. Motionless and White. Big Motionless and White guy. That's not true. I like three of their songs. But that's normally how it goes with most artists that aren't just straight up pop punk. It's like, I fuck with like these five songs, never heard anything else. And normally yeah. they're not the most popular songs. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like Motionless and White, the three I fuck with, nobody else really knows. They're like, those oh, okay. were songs that don't matter. I'm like, yeah, but they're the ones that fit my vibe. So fuck you. <laughs> do you think an artist, do, do you genuinely think an artist would just go into a booth and go like, Hey, I want to create four throwaways that specifically will have the title of Nobody Will Care About It. Dude, like, you might not even give a fuck about the most popular on the track. You might give a, like, the fuck about the one that doesn't get streamed the most. Right. Right. Oh, my. And then I have an entire 2000s vibes playlist that is like, uh, oh, it's only eight hours long. That one's short. That one's tough. That one's tough. Because I think my stream mix, I, I'm still working on finding all the different music from, you know, Wednesday and Flixo and everybody. Because, again, I'm not one of those guys who can just play every song. Like, I got a vibe with it. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. Like, I don't care how much I love you as an artist. It's like, I'm not going to like every song. I need the ones I vibe with and we'll rock those. How about, I don't care about... I don't care how much I love your music. I also need to love the person behind it, but That's, we won't get into that. <laughs> that. That one's tough because I don't always love the person behind it. There are some songs. There's some, so, there's some songs you're like, fuck, this Man, is this, so good. This one's kind of a bop. And I don't know. I yeah. feel like I'm supposed to never listen to it again, but 
<laughs> That's tough. I, I also hate that. The weird, I'm only, you know, here when you're doing something for me. Outside mm-hmm. of that, I can't be that. That's such a weird headspace to live in. I, uh, At least I, I feel th- like. No, I'd like to say I am out of that mindset in like terms of like not letting it affect me, man. But like, you will always have those people, no matter what. And it's like how like the majority of our conversation, it's about the people that give you that appreciation where you can name key moments. Cause like, yeah, you can name key moments where you where you were done dirty, but you don't talk about it with like so much passion and enthusiasm. You talk about like the, yo, this guy did this and it made me feel this way. Cause that was so fucking awesome. But then when you let like that one negative comment bug you, you're just like, yeah, we should have learned better, but you wouldn't have known unless you tried. That's also, Negative comments are also the weirdest thing. Because, like, you can make a video or whatever piece of content, you can post whatever, that gets a hundred million comments talking about, yo, this is great, yo, this is great. And the one guy who goes, this fucking sucks, that's the only one you care about. Sorry, like, I I can't believe how much, like, how much attention this guy got for me. Because right. like, I read it, and I was like, I read it, and that was cool. And then we went fishing the next day, and I mentioned it at fishing. Went home the day after that, and then I talked to my mom about it. And then I was just like, oh, shit. It's on my mind. And then we, we talked about it here for a bit. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just the way just negativity sticks more than positivity does is weird. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's just, it's a weird, weird thing to have happen all the time. But it does. Yeah, look at, like, sorry, I just jumped on Twitter, and the first thing I see are one, two, three, four, five, six posts that go, based on your likes. I don't know who the fuck these people are. Stop giving me based on my likes content. Give me the people I follow. There we go. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like, you follow people for a reason, man. They're based on your likes. Come on. We're... Can I get one post that's not promoted or based on my likes? These are all other people's likes. There we go. It there took we go. A, we passed one. Yeah. It's most poetic Etta. That's the first one. That's, nice. that's the first one. She's eating a taco, apparently. Which right, is pretty rude. Least... I want a taco. I was going to say, you, uh, you got to someone you actually follow on Twitter, though. Yeah, I'm going to respond to that. Well, go, yo, go, like, taco. recording a podcast session right now. Saw you were eating a taco. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> recording a podcast right now, but damn, you made me want a taco. <laughs> oh, man. That's wild. I Twitter, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. I can't fucking type today. That's okay. Oh my god. I have not spelled a single word correctly the first time through this entire time. Jesus. That was tough. All right. But yeah, I mean. So, now that we are probably close to done, is there any upcoming FTI stuff that you want to uh, talk about? So, as of the release date from this, um, we are planning or we have already kind of hinted at, we have the Emerson Corleone 
concert plus mini vlog coming out at some point during the noble season um to actually june 3rd is when sexy stan smith is wrestling at 365 pro wrestling um we have been like we have been hounding to get this guy on the card we're like he is so fucking good at what he does. You guys want an audience to come out for your wrestling. We are literally telling you there is a wrestler waiting to be booked that can bring an audience. And now that June 3rd is the day he is wrestling, man, we like I'm not lying to you, dude. I'm honestly expecting this guy gets the biggest pop of the night because we're taking up an entire section of like friends, family, fans. It is going to be one wild night. Um I don't know. Like, there, there's so much stuff we're working on, like, right now on, like, May 17th. But, like, between now and then, I was showing you my calendar. So much shit changes. And, like, That's we, right. like, we'll put, we'll put something like, hey, we want to do this. And then, like, secretly it'll fall apart or, like, secretly needs a little bit more work. Um, by June 3rd, the confident things that should have happened are the kickoff of the Noble season. Well, we already end- know that's happening in three days from Day. yes sir yes sir um the n10 fti newsletter because n10 is celebrating their anniversary this year another anniversary i should say um yeah wow i uh i have a wall calendar but i can't even tell you what's going on until june 3rd in concrete that's fair well i mean if you remember thinking back to that wall calendar we had march 28th penciled in as when we were going to do this podcast here we are, May seventeenth, and we finally got to it. So what I what I said, I sent you a picture, and I was like, if it's on the whiteboard, it's happening for sure. Yeah, only gets smacked with COVID, and I'm like, I'm at my computer desk. And I remember, I'm like, okay, got a newsletter to make this week. Dying in my computer chair, and I was like, all right, two week FTI break, going back to bed, and then yeah. <laughs> you seemed so worried to tell me you couldn't do it too. Dude, I, I like I like how we mentioned at the beginning, I'm someone that like I know it goes both ways, like respect and like doing favors for each other and things. Yeah. But like how you felt like you're like, yo, I don't feel like I'm doing a lot for FTI. I always feel like shit when like we'll ask someone for something yeah. and then they're just like, Hey, can you do this one thing we can like get together and talk or something? And I'm just like, I really want to, trust me, I do. It is just finding that time is so fucking hard. And I am very bad at overbooking a day because like a 48 hour day doesn't exist. It's only 24 hours. That's valid. Um, but no, like I want to do this again, man. This was fucking awesome. It was great. It was great. This was awesome. We went uh, over two hours, which that does not happen often. I can, uh, we can look <laughs> back and count up the times. Now, in the past like week, it's happened. Er, not the past week, but the past yeah, month, but... it's happened like twice. But pre that, it is not a not an oft happening thing. Um, I don't even think me and Eero went over two this time. Holy so, shit! There was the one with Miller football the other day. That was the three and a half. That was the three, three, yeah, the more than three and a half, yeah. Um, and then we have to go all the way back to the number a hundred. No, one hundred two actually was two hours and seven minutes. Shit. Um. Then yeah, four hours for episode a hundred. And then so we're at three so far. That's the amount pop, of times pop, pop, it's pop, happened. Pop, pop. Uh, woo, that one's close. Episode 89 went one hour and 59 minutes. 
That's close. Oh, shit. That's we close. Almost said we, they opened 89 battles. and 88 both got right there but couldn't get over the hump. Um, Let's see. That one did not. 82 with Eero did. It went two hours and four minutes. Uh, episode 76 went two hours and one minute. So we're there's five. So this one's the sixth, technically. I'm so down. far. All right. I'll hold that You're in. You're definitely top 10, though. And being top 10 out of, you know, over two, uh, over 120 episodes is uh, pretty decent. There's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Seven. Ooh, ooh. God, how many fucking podcasts have I done? I think that's well, eight. <laughs> I know, but like just scrolling back through, it's like, oh my God. Yo, the nostalgia trip, dude. It's so different. It's so different. Um, So far, we've gotten to eight that are that long. That one might be. So I'm going to go nine there. This one also might be. I gotta play it and pause it. Play it and pause it, boys. Play it and pause it. Nope. So there is there is nine episodes that have gone over two hours. That's it. Let's go. And you're one of them. Let's go. Thank you. That's fucking awesome. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever do another episode like episode 100 again, though. Yeah. Just thinking about it now. Like, if I was going to do that for episode 200, we're only 20 episodes in so far, and I think I've had, like, eight or nine different guests. Like, oh, shit, that okay. would be a huge length podcast. I don't know if I want to – I don't know if yeah. I need a 10-hour podcast. You really like, don't. That's, like, that's too much. Like, I was telling you, like, I find, like, 45 minutes to, like, an hour of, like, getting what you want to talk about. But then, like, definitely going over an hour if the conversation's, like, flowing. Absolutely. But, but like something structured, man, it's like keeping that att the attention on a structured, but a conversation, right. the listener gets involved with it and they're like, yo, I don't want this to end. Right. And just like you and I, we don't want this to end. Right. The, the nice thing about the majority of the listeners of this podcast, like Jedi, he is probably the biggest listener. I think he has Let's gone back go. and watched every episode all the way through. At least he was okay. working on that because he listens to him while he's at work. Because he can yeah. play them in the background and just keep it going. So, like, yeah. for those type of people, or like me when I listen to a podcast, the longer they are, the better. Because, like, yeah, I got to yeah. go to town today. That's a 30-minute drive just to get there. And that's before yeah. I start doing all my shit. So it's like, podcasts got to be over an hour, or else they're not yeah. enough for me to get to wherever I'm going that's at a home. Good I agree with that, actually. I really and like that. I feel I like a lot way. of people's commutes might be shorter but a lot are no, but longer. still like if you're living in la you're going two yeah. miles but it takes you 10 hours so 10 hours exactly <laughs> so yeah and you know normally a podcast to me is like a background thing you're listening to it while you're doing a bunch of other something shit. else it's not like, yes sir like it's in video form because so youtube's focused. easily accessible but it's it's not something you're focusing in on you can just pop in a headphone and go do everything else you're doing while it's this. playing it's just like background music basically only yes to sir me, I, agree this. I sometimes a podcast for me is better it, it engages my brain more so i don't like zone out or pass out that's why i normally listen to podcasts while driving 
It's yeah, man. It yeah. keeps me. You're in the conversation as you drive because yeah. you're answering. Like if that question you think about like yeah. who you relate to more. Yeah, right. man. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. Though. I love that. So, the last thing for you, plug anything you want to plug before we end this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Plugs. It's the cheap plug time. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kappa Matthias. That is the K A P. Double A M A T T H I A S. I've never done that one before. I'm surprised. Okay. Um, I don't like self plugging, and I understand that this is the time to do it. I want everyone to check out Couch Apparel, to be honest with you. Uh, Dylan is one creative genius. Every time we talk, I tell him how much of a creative genius he is. Uh, his clothing line, his his graphic, his portfolio is all visually stunning. His um his friend Brianna or like FTI member Brianna too. Uh, her portfolio is amazing. She just released a short film not that long ago with two more, I believe, before that. Um, other than that, I'll do one. You can check us out at, at From the Inside Studios on Instagram. If you create anything, if you're passionate about something, if you just give a fuck. <laughs> Honestly, like genuine fuck, not like a not a fake fuck. Come check us out. We will be more than happy to welcome you in and learn who you are and come be a part of a newsletter. Other than that, Keith, this was the best fucking time I've had in a while. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. But uh yeah, I don't have anything to plug, y'all know me. So uh that's gonna do it. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Bye guys.